And a big thank you, as always, to our generous supporters over at patreon.com forward slash 878 Survivor FM, our $10 supporters, Dick Donovan, Kenny Baker, Big Dog, Shane Murphy, our $25 supporter, Jake Snow, and our YouTube member, Kenny Baker. Thank you all so, so much for your generous support, and we hope you enjoy the show. And we are live in five, four, three, two, one. And welcome to episode 71 of the Daisy Podcast. We are joined once again, as always, by our co-host, Mark. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. How are you? Not too bad, mate. Good video you put out this week. We'll be talking about later, the Takistan one. Um, yes. It was a good one to watch, mate. Um, yeah. Good. Glad to like that. And um, Lad, as always, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, yeah. Been very, very busy this week, but doing very good. Awesome. Good to hear, mate. How was your first week in the new job? It's me second week now. Second week, sorry. It's, um, yeah, uh, but it's it's going absolutely wonderfully. Like I, It's such a game changer. Really, really is. Much more positive outlook on life now, which yep. is very, very ideal, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's doing good. Oh, mate, a, you know, a job and the um, economic um, income it provides you does wonders mm. for um, people's uh, welfare Oh god, yeah, too right. Yeah, I mean, it's, I've already benefited from an early pay, so it's gone yep. very, very nice. And we are joined by someone who's been a very regular uh, viewer of the podcast since it started, uh, and often DMs me with um, ideas and comments on the show and things like that. The one, the only, happily married Spud. How you doing, buddy? I'm all good, thanks, man. Uh, just a, apologies, um, I don't have a camera at the moment, so, um, yep, you just have to not, look at You don't no, have to worry about it, so, mate, yeah, you're good. No, don't need to apologise, mate. Uh, the cameras are totally optional uh, for people if they wish to, and, yeah. Mate, it is great to finally have you on the show. How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm all good. It's good to be on the show. Um, look, um, as you're aware, I'm, a, I'm an avid viewer. I watch it uh, most Sundays. It's part of my Sunday morning routine, so it's uh, really good to be able to contribute to, towards it. And Spud, oh, yeah, for man. those who Always don't know, is the um, founder of Daisy Down Under, um, one of the most popular servers in the Australian uh, or Oceanic region, Australia and New Zealand. Um, the guy who managed to crack the code on how to get a populated first-person server. Just for some reason, us Aussies and Kiwis, um, they always seem to gravitate towards a third-person perspective servers. And um, Spud, after many iterations of um, trying different methods, finally managed to crack the code that he's getting queues of, you know, 30-plus people for such a small region. And how many, how many ports of population of the servers, Bud? Um, how many slots? Um, well, we're, we're currently operating a hive system, so we're, the main server is a hundred, and the um, and the we've got Lavonia as a hive, which is currently at forty. So a hundred right. plus thirty um, plus people—that's pretty impressive for a first-person server in the Down Under area, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's been going really well. It's been—I uh, mean, you know—we've been going for quite a few years now, so it's good mm -hmm. to see the population. I've never been one to sort of like. Uh, say that um, uh, for a server to be successful, you have to have uh, a really high pop, but it's just kind of worked for us, and it hasn't detracted from what we want to achieve with the server. So, yeah, it's, it's been good. Nice one. Now, we also have 
Um, just looking at my messages on uh, Discord. A um, couple of other guests. Um, I didn't realise uh, there was going to be a second one, but um, uh, I'm just going to move them in. Um, God damn it. Boomer, folks. You have to, I have to apologise. There we go. We are joined by two members of the Daisy expansion team. That is Steve Dogitesh and Liquid Rock. How are you doing, fellas? Hey. Hello, guys. Hello. Thanks, Hello. Good to have you here joining you us. Um, uh, Daisy expansion um, was um, hailed by a lot of people as the saving grace of uh, Daisy, and then it sort of seemed to fade away, but it looks like it's coming back with a vengeance, which is good to hear, Steve. Uh, well, yeah, we have some pretty exciting stuff to share with you guys. Uh, pretty exciting news, like uh, a lot of things have changed in a positive way the past month, uh, especially yeah, when it comes to, to the wishes of uh, the hosters and the community. <laughs> so... Yeah, we we are here to share share some details about that. Well, you get up the way because uh, we're starting off um, with um, a chat with Spud first, and then we'll come to you guys. Um, so, Spud, Daisy down under, mate. Now, one of the one of the things I wanted to ask you about. Um, yeah, most of us here have been involved in a running a community and a server before. Uh, how much time in your like? How, how many hours do you reckon you put into Daisy Down Under each week? Uh, an unhealthy amount. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. It, you know, I mean, the community's now um, what is it? It's about four and a half to five thousand strong. Yeah. Um, it's it, it takes a lot of management of not just the um, you know the community but the server. Um, it's been really really good since um, partnering with um, Zyson from Stranded. So now we've got yep. um, two co-owners. That's um, helped immensely in terms of some of the backend stuff and particularly the modding stuff, which is fantastic. At. Um, but um, the managing the community, I'd I'll be picking probably I don't know. I'm looking at least three or four hours a day. Um, every day and the weekends more probably twice that um, but it's it's a bit of a labor of love I mean at the end of the oh, day yeah. part of that's playing but um, you know I, I, I love the game and I, I love the community that we've generated because um, the reason I ask is I just saw um, um, uh, a server that I've been playing a bit um, uh, generous has fallen uh, the guy behind that has actually stepped away from a Cosagio um, just due to the impact it has on family and all the rest of it. And a, lo a lot of people don't realise just how much oh, it, it goes beyond just being a hobby, doesn't it, Spud? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it sounds daft, but it, it's kind of it, it's a way of life. It's it's kind of built into my life now as um, Dead You is kind of like a big part of that. Um, it's just, hmm. yeah. I, remember. I, I think, to be honest with you, Sorry, go on. Sorry, I, I think to be honest with you, um, part of the success is the amount of time that's put into it. And I think to have a successful community, you do actually need to put, um, invest a lot of time into it. Mm -hmm. 
Spud's almost like a um, a mentor for me um, uh, in the in the background. When I started my own um, server, Dean's Beans, you know, um, Spud was absolutely fantastic with getting advice from and things like that. But the number one bit of advice he gave me was, "Don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's the soundest fucking advice you could ever have. <laughs> yeah, he said, you know, if if it if it takes off, it just becomes um a, a beast um that just it, it's never satiated is it spud it's always after your no. attention in one way shape or form it is it is and and if you want it to be successful it it has to um i mean this is just my view on the world though i mean that doesn't mean that's how everything operates but that's just my experience with ddu but i mean the main reason i i said to you don't do it is because actually i, I believe your strengths are lie in, in what you're doing um and I, I'm, I would imagine this takes a fair amount of time and to try to do both um would be madness yeah. to be, in, my, in my view. <laughs> yeah, it, it honestly, um, it is like this. As um, you know, I talked about um, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, I came close to almost quitting this because it, it does take a lot of time behind the scenes. Um, you know, yeah. but right now, um, you know, as I publicly said just the other day, uh, Marks especially has been instrumental in keeping my fire going for it. Um, you know, helping me with um, that other beast that's never satiated the youtube algorithms um marx is almost like a bit of a sensei when it comes to understanding how to make that fucking thing work <laughs> oh it's, it's a it's a terrible fucking thing isn't it marx it is but you know just have to try and try and what's the word i'm looking for try and adapt to it yeah and scrape away at it as much as you can and try and figure out how it works and <laughs> you'll get it eventually so, um, Daisy Down Under, mate, um, like, is there, I've got so many amazing memories. Like, Daisy Down Under for me is like Daisy Underground. Um, you know, it just, like, I've got so many great memories of playing on Daisy Underground as well, but I've got more on Daisy Down Under because I pumped so many fucking hours into that community. It's just... You've done an amazing job, mate. You've created it, one of the one of the most interesting things that I wanted to talk about is one of the things uh, that you, will probably surprise you guys is there's no general chat in the Daisy Down Under Discord. It's, it's purely a utilitarian <laughs> Discord. Now, do you want to talk about why you did that, Spud? Yeah, look, our server is, um, our community is kind of a hardcore community, but we've found this balance between hardcore and um, your general PvP. Um, we do have a lot of factions, and factions um, can be really good for a community, but they can also breed a little bit of toxicity. And we went through this roller coaster in the community of would have periods of calm, and then there'd be things happening in game that would escalate into Discord, and it would just it would just snowball, and then yes. there'd be this massive implosion with and, and, and we're not talking about in-game in the Discord um, that would be really detrimental for the community and have their flow and impact to the server. So, I mean, the decision we made was um, to experiment with um, trying to push people more into the game rather than Discord and that we weren't operating a community that kind of wanted to... Um, you know, be in, the, in Discord, inventing in Discord. We want people, if they want to um, have conflict, have it in-game. 
don't have it in Discord. So we um, we um, it, it came to a crescendo at one point. So we just um, knocked the general chat on the head and told people that if they wanted to have the conflict, they do it in, in game, and um, that we tailored the the Discord around uh, you know a general um, not having a general chat around having a community um, support feedback, and it, it gives us the ability that so if people need help, they can go in there and they can and they can ask for help. But um, to push people into game if that stuff happens, if you've got a general chat, it's that's really hard to find that balance between moderating and you end up spending more of your time moderating a discord than you do actually running a server yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it, it's still one that um um like I, I didn't like it at the time but i can't argue with the results mate it it, it seems to be a much more positive community now no, I mean, we we haven't had one of those implosions for a very long time, and the only thing that we've changed is that. So it's certainly something I'd encourage other communities to consider. Too, no, right. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of communities out there, including like a few that I've run. And, you know, you, there will be that one event in game which will be like uh, somebody got killed by like a group of players or something like that, and then it just spirals, and then people start bloody flinging their dicks around on the Discord, and it's... It's tiresome to regulate, so spot on for taking that ballsy choice and just saying to them bluntly, look, like, I've got issues, take it in game. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So props to you on that one. That's, I keep hearing about uh, Daisy Down Under and obviously me being in the, in the UK. Um, you know, you don't really get many Australians playing on servers up here, so having a successful one, all the way down there is just fantastic. I really, really like it, and I keep hearing really good mm. things about it. So, just to give, just to give you an indication of <laughs> like how bad things were getting at one stage, um, it actually inspired uh, one of the. And I, I was central to this. I was one of the biggest issues that uh, Spud had on Daisy Down Under. But this video here, when it came out, oh my god, did I laugh my ass off! You know what? They'd already started repairs, so we couldn't even take it. Yeah, this is a community-inspired video. (laughs) Two and a half grand later, and then... Hey, 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 what's going on? It's mine, Daddy. Noah keeps taking away from Just for uh, the uh, the green is the colour for our admins in the Discord, by the way. I said give it back now. Noah! Larry, what the hell are you doing? Larry! Larry, you can't just... Oh, my God. And all of the names here that he's chosen. Really good. It, 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 was yeah, you, you, it was absolutely gold. You can infer. You can infer from that. I I don't have a lot of patience when it comes to the Discord crap. The guy who uh, made it. The guy who made awesome. it when it came out. He was really really nervous about it, and I just I fucking loved it because it was it was a great diffuser of what was blowing up into one of those um, situations that was it was getting out of hand yeah you know, it, it got it was there was a raid that involved me and you know, even to this day I'm still a bit salty about it and uh, 
It was done after hours, and it was just such a massive thing. And just this one guy managed to turn it into one of my. I've I've lost track of how many times I've watched that video because it's just the the names in it. The the it, it was just absolutely brilliant, wasn't it, Spud? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was interesting uh, watching that as well because it's, it's a kind of a nice segue into one of the uh, next things I wanted to talk about. What you guys managed to do for Doc Satan was absolutely fucking amazing. Now, regular watchers of the show here will know um, who Doc Satan was. Um, we uh, shouted out, um, even though shout out's probably not the right word, uh, but um, he was a guy who was in his mid-20s who got pneumonia. Um, and unfortunately had a very adverse reaction to it and ended up dying um, as a result of just basically what's essentially a flu. Uh, but the Daisy Down Under community rallied, and how much did you guys raise again, Spud? Uh, just under five grand, uh, five five thousand Australian. So yeah, I mean it's um, yeah, Doc Doc's been one of our OG admins for a long time in the community, and he's kind of just one of those one of those characters that. Um, everybody was so used to so once he was gone it was uh, like a, a massive hole like like it is quite often when people pass but we wanted to do something for the family um so we we, we got together and we yeah, we ended up raising enough to cover his entire funeral costs which was really awesome and, and i mean it had an effect of bringing the community together too yeah yeah it, it, it was it was astounding and yeah i'm also gonna um go for um that fundraiser i did as well spud um, for my mate moonshine um, and yep. Moonshine uh, lives in West Virginia in America, but he plays um, on Daisy Down Under a lot. Uh, and once I started doing the uh, shout for it, you know, the, the Daisy Down Under community again rallied, and you know, probably at least you know, probably a good third to half of all the money that was raised was raised by Daisy Down Under. The community is just fucking amazing, mate. You, you've you've got an, an amazing bunch of people to go uh, to together all in one place, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it takes a team to to um, keep the community going and generate community, but it, it is a fantastic community, and it, you know, yeah. it's um they're, they're more than um, happy to give when the needs there, and that's demonstrated. Um, but I mean, and I see Rag um, uh, Tyson is in, in chat there, just like a big shout out for him too in relation to Doc. Um, both um, Tyson and um, Windstride um, helped us with our in-game um, monument too, yeah, which was fantastic. Mate, one of the uh, things that's always uh, surprised me is that um, you know you, you've had some big name um, Aussie, particular content creators streaming on the uh, server, but you don't really seem to have ever relied on that to build the success. If anything, probably at times people like you know, I'm not I'm not a big name anywhere near it, but content creators have been more of a hassle for your server. It seems you know, you, you you seem to be just a bastion of the the average player as opposed to one of these communities is created off the back of a big-name person playing on them. Yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I think the Australian market when it comes to content creators is quite um, problematic because there's not that many populated servers. So if they jump on mm. and play on a on a populated server in, in Australia, well, there's generally only a couple of them. Um, and with the accents and so forth, it's... Um, yeah, it's not hard for um, viewers to work out where they are, um, and the stream sniping can become quite a quite an issue. We've always had um, a, a, an ethos too around content creators of um, you know we we we're creating a community and a server for for everyone, and um, content creators are 
um, we, we consider content creators um, part of the community and if they want to join mm -hmm. in they can join in but we won't necessarily yeah. give them a lot of special special treatment uh, we'll certainly um, enforce the rules like we would with anybody else and it just means we have to look at extra rules such as stream sniping but then mm. there's also a certain amount of um, looking after themselves that expected of, of content creators um, in terms of minimizing the impact and that, that can be very difficult and also I think yeah. when it comes to the Australian um, uh, service um, good old Australians and, and New Zealanders um, we've We've got a certain way of saying things and that, and sometimes I don't think that kind of gels a lot with the way content creators want to portray themselves <laughs> on stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing in Australia, uh, um, I thought I kind of get where Spud's going with this tall poppy syndrome, um, <laughs> and I don't know whether that's uh, something anywhere else in the world, but um, Aussies are very notorious that anyone who um, – uh, comes across as acting like they're too big for their boots, they'll cut them down and they'll cut them down fucking viciously, absolutely fucking brutally. <laughs> it, it can be very a very humbling experience. Oh, you're that fucking YouTuber cunt, aren't you, mate? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do love our uh, colourful language. It's beautiful. <laughs> Actually, beautiful. Te technically, there goes the uh, monetization for this episode because they they put the c word in along with um, n word and f words and words like that, um, and it, it breaks my heart when I see that when you're reading through the clauses. It's like, but don't they understand I'm Australian? Like the, the c word is is, <laughs> is is my term of endearment. Hey, Mark, how you doing? You can't. <laughs> Yeah, I guess next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> so, what's the, what's the biggest challenge for you um, looking to the future, uh, Spud? Um, probably maintaining the momentum um, in terms of the amount of time um, in the community, and that's kind of why. Um, and it, that's a big reason for merging the communities with Stranded is to um, provide that extra support as well in terms of um, running the, the server. Because uh, I suppose the, the amount of time I'm putting in is not sustainable. Um, mm -hmm. and going forward, I mean, there's, there's other priorities in my life IRL. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of um, the, the community and development of the community, it's, we're going in a pretty good way. Um, I'm really quite happy with where we're at. We've found that balance, as you're aware, between hardcore and, um, and PvP. Um, some people won't necessarily like it, but also the use of uh, the Hive system allows us to um, kind of meet the needs of um, different um, playstyles a lot more, whereby our Livonia we've made into a um, uh, like a very hardcore service. So a lot of people just hang out there, but we've kind of made it so you have to travel between the two for certain items and things like that. So in terms of the actual gameplay in the server, it's um, it, it's in a pretty good space, I feel. Yeah, it is, mate. Yeah, it's... It, it, it's, mate, it's... Yeah, yeah, I've said it to you a few times, but... Mark, it's such a special thing. Like, you know, having played Daisy in Australia since um, Daisy Standalone first came out, um, and the guys I used to play with, like um, uh, Vanguard and Vigilante Gamer, and that, yeah, you know, our our one thing we always hated was, uh, you know, Pipsy did have a first person server back in the day, but other than a couple of you know memorable nights, um, it was a ghost town, and to hmm. finally have a populated first-person server marks in this region um, with our small player base. It's fucking, it, it's, it's a great for Australia. Yeah. And it's New Zealand, be nice sorry. Have... I can't forget New Zealand being that Spuds a Kiwi. <laughs> got to be nice to have something uh, that you can all play on and enjoy, and it's glad it's gone well. It is, it is. 
Um, Spuddy, is there anything else that you want to talk about with um, your server, mate, or any pressing topics that um, you've wanted to address? Because um, you, you're quite an avid um, consumer of the podcast and you usually have feedback for me after every episode. Is there any topics at all that you've wanted to discuss? Um, I suppose the only um, topic I'd like, like to mention is just around the um, the modders and, um, and financial compensation because yes. I've certainly been... Um, I know this is something that's co- covered quite regularly on, on here, but I'd just like to weigh in with my support behind um, modders and, and getting financial compensation because, I mean, personally, um, I've I've had a, um, a lot of contract um, stuff made by various modders. Um, I've certainly got a um, an ethos around um, quality over quantity, and I'd, I'd you know I'd, I like paying. Um, to get quality mods made for us, but also um, I've, I've got no problems with um, modders being able to kind of generate an income from from what they do because they've got to be they're they're artists, um, I, and I just don't see why they shouldn't be compensated for it. Um, and I've, I mean, personally, I've always since we first started um, DDU and started using mods every month, I would select. Uh, we we can't afford to obviously donate to every modder every month so I've, I've donated to a modder once a month um well for the last few years and just randomly choose a different modder that we we run mods from and 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 yes we, we, we've paid for um other other mods too and some contentious mods we've paid for um helicopters um the um but um yeah <laughs> But yeah, I, I've got no issues with it, and I, I we we chatted a little bit out about a DLC and and a, and a um you know whether um, Bohemia would allow a paid DLC. And I just wonder whether um you know if there's more motivation behind not for BI around um, allowing um, a, a paid DLC. So a group of modders such as Expansion who did a fantastic job getting together and creating something um, even bigger than um, expansion. I just wonder whether there's more motivations and maybe it relates to the uh, you know the next product they're going to release and, and it's probably not in their advantage to actually um, have a larger paid DLC. That's um, kind of jumping um, a bit ahead um, of a topic I've got uh, in the agenda, I'm pretty sure. Give me one second. Um... So, yeah, I, I did a poll. Um, let me just bring that up. We all know how much I love my polls. Well, not really oh, a yes. poll, but I asked for uh, yes, feedback yes. from folks. Um, why is um, Daisy um, not really supporting um, – oh, sorry, why is BI not really supporting Daisy as much as you'd expect for – you know, Marks, you did last week, you talked about the – the figures um, for the number of purchases of Daisy and Livonia and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yet we're all aware it's a skeleton crew of um, staff. And Spud actually reached out to me with what, yeah, he kind of summarised it then. But that his his thoughts is along the lines, and that's what inspired me with this um, uh, putting this question is that the best one I've heard is that they want to the maximum possible wow factor for Armour 4 when it is released. The full benefit of this infusion engine that was developed for DayZ with money made from DayZ. So, yeah, I, I was actually kind of surprised when um, Modders first explained to me that DayZ is not 100% infusion. It's this bastard um, mix of the two of them. And it does make you think, wow, okay, are they holding back? Is that why we're not seeing a fix on vehicles? Um, because they, you know, they won't release an armor title. Um, Steve, I'll go to you for this one, mate, but they won't release an armor title without working vehicles, will they? 
Well, uh, this topic is kind of only speculation. Like all we, hundred percent. No, yeah. All we know to this point is that they actually work on an unannounced military simulator. So, and that this will probably. 100% 100% use the full infusion engine <laughs> that we uh, yeah haven't seen yet um, because Daisy just is yeah a mix up of infusion and armor uh, basically so not real infusion yeah <sighs> like when we look at the past patches I can imagine that they will just give up on Daisy and don't care about about the the problems that are still here that the game still has like when we look at at the last patches from especially this year i think they did a pretty good job to they, at least they're provide doing an amazing job like i just yeah. I, I want to reiterate like we did last week this is not saying that the current dev team is shit far from it in no, my no, opinion no. they're the best dev team daisy's ever had um, just the sheer volume of updates, um, and every update yeah. seems to be a good meaty one as well. They're not token updates. They're doing an amazing mm-hmm. job, but it just makes you think, Spud, if these guys had, you know, doubled the amount of people, just what could they be putting out? But your <laughs> your little uh, con- conspiracy theory almost, it's, it's probably the most logical one I've heard, Spud. Yeah, look, I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm certainly not anti the dev team. I think they're doing a fantastic job, and there's a lot of stuff um, that, that is fixed every patch that they may not put in the change logs that you just find out during the course. And I think they're putting a lot of effort into it. But if I just think from a commercial point of view, if I'm working on an unannounced military simulator, um, I, I'd certainly be holding back some of the stuff, some of the really good stuff to for that wow factor. I don't want to put it all out now and then when you know the new engine the, the full infusion engine comes out and and this next um product comes out and people end up going oh we've, we've already got that um and so i mean to me from a commercial point of view it makes sense mm. mm-hmm. what do you reckon yeah. Mark? i mean it makes sense but yeah I, I don't know they just need to if they're going to release this new military sim they have to do it soon there's only so much people will take of Daisy before they that's true. They start to quit because we, what you're you're seeing that now um, in a bigger game that's at the moment with Call of Duty, the devs are lacking on that game, and now people are quitting it. All the big streamers are going somewhere else, and the same will happen here eventually if they don't do something to it. People just get sick of it and they'll move on. They'll go. They'll go play Scum. There'll be an update now that'll come out for Scum, and it'll just blow everything out of the water. And you'll see people migrate there if they don't do something within, do re- within a year. What do you reckon, lad? I mean, <clears throat> I, I, to be perfectly honest, I, I do agree with um, Spud's uh, ongoing theory that it doesn't make sense to dedicate time and effort towards a mixed match of a bunch of engines to implement certain features that are going to be in the full infusion, uh, you know, as, as Steve was saying as well. So... The only thing that the dev team there, the dev team can do right now, is just to keep bringing out updates that fix the core running issues affecting the game to try and make it as polished as possible. In time for the armor reforger or armor four, whatever they're gonna be bloody calling it, uh, whichever comes first. So, and then go on from there. Like I've said before, 
when that game releases, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody tries to implement a Daisy mod for Armor Four. Yeah. Um, you know, especially I mean, if it, it it's especially if it contains a lot of aspects that Daisy currently has, and like in terms of like uh, in terms of like movements and 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 stuff like that, because Daisy is obviously known very well for its fluidity and movement, somewhat. Um, but what were you going to say, Steve? I mean, for all the time they already work on that, uh, and in my opinion, it would be kind of retarded if they not already work on. Let's say Daisy 2.0 next that's, to Armor 4. That's what I was like, going to ask. Yeah, like it would be kind of retarded if they don't go that way uh, next to their simulator uh, because they they have the mark, the trademark. They have all that they need to make that, and the potential, <laughs> the player base is there. So. <sighs> Look, to me, to me, it makes sense, um, Liquid Rock, that after you know um, the unannounced uh, military simulator Armor Four is released, that at some stage they'll release DayZ as a mod for it. It's a great way to monetize it again um, and get people buying. Yeah, you know, I know modders will probably make it, but if they release an official um, DayZ mod, um, it's a it's going to be an easy uh, win for them to make a few extra dollars. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think so. I'm hoping so, actually. Maybe at Easy Pound uh, 2.0 with the new infusion <laughs> engine. This would be really nice and would make sense, uh, sense like Steve said. Yep. You were going to say it, something, it Mark? Make... Oh, Vlad? <laughs> go ahead, like, go, go ahead. First? No, go okay. ahead. Go okay, okay. But uh, see, that's that's the thing, like, in terms of, like, logical uh, sense. Um, like, a, <laughs> a, an, an, offici an official... An official version of DZ 2.0 or, or whatever they're going to bloody call it if they do ever go down that path would make sense once Armour 4 is hit. And even if they do decide to be like, look, we're not, we're no longer supporting DZ properly, we're only going to be doing like bug fixes from now on. Um, yeah, just let the modders fucking make DZ 2. Like, let's just put it this way. Yeah, I mean, what, what all modders, including myself, we are like, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I, uh, you you agree, uh, Stephen Liquid? Like we are waiting for the full infusion engine. Yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I mean, like, clamoring for it. So hurry up, Bohemia, please. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask a question now for all of you modders in chat, and Spud's a, a little bit of a hobby modder as well, so I imagine he'll have some input on this. Um, and it is addressing a topic that um, is a bit further down in the podcast, but. Um, lad, I tagged you on it. I hope you saw the tag and were able to do some research on it. But how compatible are the mods being made for DayZ, which are which is using the Infusion Engine, going to be for – this is – I don't even know if you guys are able to answer this, but how compatible will they be with the full Infusion Engine when it's released? Um, well, considering DayZ – uses a multitude of engines to you know um you know because it still uses the the rv engine for like you know the rv materials and textures and stuff as far as i'm aware i could be wrong on that steve you might be more not well you probably are more knowledgeable on that on that front but i don't think mods for daisy will be compatible for armor 4 not at all if it is purely just infusion and it is just that then no they're not going to be compatible at least not about some weird workaround, but to be fair, 
with Infusion comes a completely brand new technology in order to create mods. So why would you? Why would you port Daisy mods to it? Why not just remake it in a much better way, in a much more stable way? Because, you know, having having to rely on a bunch of engines just, just, just to create what you want to create is bloody annoying. So... But we'll just we'll just have to see. But uh, you know, Steve Liquid, what do you think? Go on, Liquid. Pardon, sir? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, not really sure what to expect. So I think what Lad said is is correct. We we don't know, and I think it will probably not be very compatible or not compatible at all. So we'll just have to wait and see what comes our way. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know whether you're aware, that. Liquid. We're getting some really terrible feedback through your line, mate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you just might have to move the microphone a bit closer to you. It's just a lot of stack in the background. Yeah, I'll try that. Is this better? Maybe no. test, test. No, this is it's it's almost um uh like feedback from a mic sort of is, this, is, this, is it static is it yeah it's it's like a, a logical wine stack kind of thing yeah yeah Very good. that's all right we, we can still hear you but i was just letting you know um yeah yes but it's it's definitely um an interesting one because yeah you know, there's there's still so much life left in this game and you know i i we all want to see it just grow from strength to strength. And, um, you know, like, Mark, you mentioned um, Scum. Um, I, I don't know how much of a crossover there is, honestly, and I, this is coming from someone who loves both games. They're just – everyone likes to compare them, but they're so different um, mm-hmm. at their cause. Um, I don't think they've really got anything to worry about in that respect. I think if there's a, you know – uh, some other title out there with a bit of wow factor to it, you know, that the um, the day before or whatever. If that doesn't turn out to be a scam title, and you know that that might be one that would draw a lot of the content creators away because it just it looks quite impressive. Um, I don't think Scum would do that. Um, Scum's going to appeal for a certain um, sort of per player base. But what are your thoughts on um, that, Spud? Um, sorry, I was um, I, I was on the phone. I didn't hear what you said. Okay. <laughs> 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 Mark, Mark, what do you reckon? Um, it depends. You never know. Could happen that. Uh, it all depends what updates they bring out. You know, um, Scum could take off on Twitch and become the most popular, most watched game out there. And then you know, Daisy content creators are going to want to have a piece of that, and they're going to mm. go over there. Um, you see it with Tarkov, a lot of DayZ players switch to Tarkov, and they're doing great over there now. We just never know. Could happen. Might, might not. Yeah, Tarkov seems to be going through a bit of a negative uh, thing at the moment. I'm seeing quite a few people complaining about something on Twitter. Anyone know what that's about? No. I've not I've not been keeping up with Tarkov at all. I don't play it. So. No, it doesn't interest me because it's, just, me it's a pure... It's a looter, which interests me, but it's pure PvP. There's no voice chat or anything like that, so it doesn't hold oh, yeah, any appeal not. for me. Um, mm-hmm. Look, it looks great, um, um, and I have no doubt it's a good game, but it just... Yeah, it's not one that's in my uh, sphere of games that I would potentially look at playing and buying. Um, yeah. Um... 
fair enough, then what we will do is we will now move on to Steve and Liquid Rock. Now, you guys have got some exciting news for us. With um, Yeah, because like, like I said a bit at the beginning, mate, um, Days of the Expansion, I remember, I think it was even Sci Syndicate did a video. This game is going, or this mod is going to save Days E. And, um, you know, <laughs> I, I did a big um, interview with you guys as well, and everyone was blown away. And then it all just seemed to fade away. Yeah, well, things were not running as expected. We run into a lot of issues, like for the hosting perspective, let's say. People had problems with uh, setting up the servers, like mm -hmm. um, had a lot of the time problems uh, getting certain aspects of, of the mod running or had a problem that they just don't wanted certain stuff of the mod. Yeah. So they uh, had no intention to like put a whole mod package on their server if they don't use uh, like 50% yeah. of it, not, let's say. So we had to do a lot of work uh, on our side and on, on the mod to make things different and to uh yeah split certain parts of the mod in different uh yeah smaller mods let's say so what we did is we have basically created a kind of core module and core mod um that is basically needed for every single other mod that uh comes from our project and this yeah uh, controls and includes in, includes all the features that are needed to let the other mods run so they can work separate separated from each other so let's say you just want to run our vehicles that's now uh, already possible like uh, uh, on stable since a few months already that you can run the helicopters and our vehicles just with the core and the licensed mod uh, and nothing else so if you not aware about that yet and you want helicopters and don't want to mess with any uh, mods that that's uh, circling around on the workshop I don't yeah. know so many actually uh, that are circling around about that night wolf helis recently uh, yeah you can also just use uh, the standalone vehicle uh, mods and licensed mod now next to core, mm -hmm. and uh, that will not add uh, any big other content to your server. Uh, what the core mod basically includes is some stuff like the notification system from, from expansion, so mm -hmm. small script parts, uh, some assets like icons that can be used uh, like also in your own mod, let's say, but get used for the notifications especially and in certain other mods when they are loaded like for example uh, on experimental we have now uh, basically an experimental branch for each mod that uh, helps a lot to 
prepare the next stable update that we are working on since uh, a few months now, like mm. since the whole COVID situation started. And yeah, uh, the content is uh, an update will be pretty big and the community uh, is, is a huge help testing out the current experimental changes we have done so far. And it's a good opportunity to us to change the stuff to the user needs. And so far, uh, yeah, we, we pretty much, uh, ready for stable and, uh, are happy that we can basically, uh, say, um, that the mod should, uh, get a second chance for everyone if he wants mm -hmm. to take a look at it again uh, but yeah at the end uh, everyone has to uh, make their own decision if they want to keep it or not we mm -hmm. have made sure that uh, we provided like every kind of documentation uh, for uh, like everything that is possible in the mod now and also um to make sure that like if you wanna don't want to use certain ap aspects of the mod uh, you don't have to use them uh, that, that doesn't include uh, like everything yet like we have the territories and party system in the main mod uh, yeah. that we are planning to also separate and uh, make like a standalone project mm -hmm. but so far on the experimental we have what sorry at some point the territories and the party yeah. stuff at some point uh, not with uh 1.6 uh, but with 1.6 we have to make sure that we uh, yeah separated the vehicles uh, the book menu if you uh, remember that one from yeah, expansion yeah. Um, and also the new market system that is coming with this update markets and traders made by daisy expansion where i uh, probably should start uh, give the word to lava and also we might should start to share our screen if you guys want to yeah, say something it. about that yeah 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 because I, I remember um it was it was a little while ago now um i done some testing with not a banana on the on the trader and it was very very interesting what you guys have got going then it was very very nice and i am very happy that oh god <laughs> hey look Pakistan. <laughs> what's going on you, you guys are still continuing working on it because i know and i mean obviously uh like when it first came out the launch was it wasn't the best oh no yeah and there was a lot of um there was a lot of mixed messages uh, in regards to it, and there was a lot of questionable um, mindsets back then. But I am very happy to see that it's it's gone a different direction. You're actually making a proper modular, and I, I can tell that there's a lot of servers who literally they don't want to pay some scam and arsehole two hundred and odd dollars just to get helicopters that barely fucking work. So you know, top notch on your lad there, right? 
Let's see this shit. Come on, show us. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know um, where I should start. Uh, the most great and, and uh, biggest update that comes with the 1.6 update is basically the market and traders. Uh, it's kind of different from what you uh, might know from the trader mod that is mm -hmm. currently on the workshop or what you might have seen uh, I don't know who also worked on traders so far I think a guy called Dimitri and the yeah, one yeah, also worked yeah. on traders yeah Dimitri's got the trader plus He's he works closely with XDK oh yeah yeah uh, Maybe, uh, yeah, Lava, maybe you just take over. Explain yeah, how Yeah, okay. So, works. our trader mod is originally this is based on work by Jacob, I believe. Many people have worked on this. It's a bit of a long process, so it wasn't even clear that we would release uh, the trader this year. But it's gone a long, a long way since then. We are almost finished. Trader itself, I think there will be not, no, no changes anymore. For stable. And yeah, it has a lot of features that the current um, trader mod uh, on the workshop doesn't have. For example, you have, can have stock for the individual mm -hmm. items. You can have the stock price uh, being influenced by set stock. And um, as you can see, the menu um, allows you to filter by categories. And there's different traders which uh, sell different items. And the sell price is also affected by the item state. So if something is damaged, then you can only sell it for a lower price. And <coughs> there's also a lot of stuff um, going on with the um, the menu. As you can see, we have a preview for the player, so you can try out clothes when you wear them. Yeah. And and so the just just as a just as a question in terms of performance, the the icons that you have on the left are they obviously I would assume they're rendered in real time. They're not like yeah. images or anything, right? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. So, how does basics basically works? And this is a basically a kind of market zone when when you want to call it uh, this is determined by a position in the radius and it controls basically uh, the persistency of each stock of the item within the zone so what you can do basically is uh, create different market zones on your map Mm -hmm. that will have different yeah stock whalers um depending on the zone so let's say you want to have only a zone with your i don't know bandit traders with certain traders that sell special items uh these will have a different stock uh, if they are on a different location on a map, uh, then yeah, in a other trader area on a, a look a different location, even if the item is the same. So uh, and how the stock is controlled uh, is basically yeah by the player. I can by default as a server owner. Uh, 
set a default stock whaler for each item, but if you set it to like zero, uh, the trader will only sell basically what the players uh, will will only give the players uh, that what the players also sell at the trader. So mm-hmm. if there is no no. I don't know, civilian belt uh, getting sold by a player, the stock will just stay at zero. What makes this kind of, uh, yeah, player uh, driven, economy based, yeah, and player driven. You can, you, want to, you, yeah. can. you don't need to, but that's right. optional. <laughs> but the stock is always influenced by basically what the people sell and buy there. So how um, how reliant is this mod on the other? Is this going to be a standalone mod that you just need so the license mod for? Yeah, it, it will just work with the core mod uh, and with Depth's framework. Uh, so that's a mod that Maybe some people actually know already that's needed for uh, Daisy <laughs> Editor made by Tyler, um, aka Deb, Inclement Deb. What we need for the actual OI to work properly. Um, it's also getting used for the book since uh, we completely reworked it and that's the only requirements and if you just load these three mods the default configurations will also just generate like the items for all the vanilla stuff like uh, no expansion items will will mess up your configurations or so on mm-hmm. so uh, every module that you load next to the market will influence that default configuration that you then can later on alter to your needs. How does this look as right. a trader to you, Spud? No, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we, we dabbled with, um, we had Dr. Jones do a module for us um, around stock and we dabbled with that, but he ended up removing it. Um, it's a hell of a lot of configuration that needs to go into that to get the uh, the balance just right. That's true. We have uh, done so many uh, additional changes uh, uh, because we get a lot of requests like people wanted to influence prices uh, in, in certain aspects like so far um, the price will get influenced like the the buy and sell price by the current stock of the item and its condition and what are the other type that can influ- under types that can influence the price level I think that's about it. But you can, for example, also uh, really configure which items you want to use as currency. And the only requirement that you have for a currency item is it has to be stackable or it has to have quantity. You can use anything that has these two, either of these two properties. properties. So if you want, for example, a trader that, that only takes, um, let's say, um, metal plates as a currency, that you can do that. Or bullets. Nails, oh, is, one, right. Nails is one I've always thought. You know, most service mm. with traders um, have um, uh, building on it um, because people love their little fortresses and all the rest of it. And using Nails is 
you know, nails actually have a tangible use, and it, which helps drive the economy for them. Um, it's something that the trader can sell. Um, you know, the, the value of one nail, and it, it, it adds um, an extra value to bases as well. You know, people raiding your base to steal the nails from um, by destroying your walls and things like that. And yeah, it's. Uh, um, oh, shit, I just had a question um, and it derailed my train of thought. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is, so is oh. the economy <laughs> dynamic? Um, as in, the lower the stock is of an item, the higher the cost is going to be? Or is the cost of items just static? Yes. It's uh, fully uh, dynamic, and you can also configure it, which means you can set which the highest price should be and which the lowest price should be. This is influenced by the stock that the trader currently has. Okay. And optional... In... Yeah, sorry, go on. No, 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 I was just going to ask, and this might be a bit of a stupid question, but say, for example, you have um, multiple... Uh, traders that um, say, for example, you want three traders that want to sell the same exact thing but at different prices. Uh, now, I haven't doubled in much trader like configs, so you will have to bear that in mind. With this system, would that even be possible because of the dynamic prices and whatnot? So, would you have to do a little bit of an extra step to get that to work? So, like, if you want to sell them for a tier one trader, like five thousand rubles. But you want a tier three trader where you can get that cheaper My if you find it. Is that possible with this system? Yes, that's possible. You do that with zones in this case. I right, think okay. The best solution, yeah. Right. Oh, you can change the color and everything. That's cool. It's yeah, music. skins, our expansion yeah. skins are added by default, and you can also add variants here on your own, which is, can be any item. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's really cool. Okay. Yeah, because you know, as somebody who develops for Exter Kane, we work closely with Dimitri on his Trader Plus mod. There's a lot of um, similarities between what you guys have developed and what he's got going as well. So it's really, really nice to see um, how people implement or go about things in their own unique way. So I really, really like what um, this offers. And I would assume that's the, uh, the whole aspect of this mod is very My highly God. configurable so you can That's adapt right, it to yeah. any way you want right gotcha because i because i know with in the past and if memory serves me rightly that wasn't My so God. much the case I, I could be wrong there i'm not too sure um but it's this is very i mean nice. that was oh, always the main issue that a lot of people had like with all the customization op options we we provided and uh, right now, I can imagine it, it, it could My be God. also pretty hard for someone that isn't really used uh, to to set up his uh, own God. stuff in yeah. the trader. But thanks to our great community, we have one guy uh, that is already working on a really great tool uh, for that. Um, his name is, I want to shout him out real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, Shominator, I think. I'm hoping yeah, I'm not was, butchering his yeah. name. This is his name. Uh, is here. Uh, he also shared a few links. Let's see if I can find an image real quick. And what was the tool that he was developing? Was it the CE editor or am I completely bullsing that up? Uh, well, the CE uh, editor from uh, Link 
also will provide support for the market. Um, okay. So you also will be able to even import your your current trader mod configuration if you want to right. and 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 uh take it over and make the necessary changes to your needs that okay. are are necessary uh but both tools will at the end have that i think for for link it's just a problem right now that he's pretty busy with some real life stuff right yeah. now and his pc got recently damaged if i remember correctly so oh. he's unable to work on anything not good not good at all yeah oh yeah there it is hey hey steve just a quick question around your npcs yeah. have you have you done anything with your npcs around server performance because i mean certainly mm -hmm. with the normal trader mod um there's a degradation of server performance the number of npcs you have yeah we thought about that you can also have static objects as traders and this requires a little bit of configuration, meaning a small mod or a small server mod. Up there, you can just insert your objects and have anything basically as a trader. Right. Even uh, just for fun, uh, made a made a trader that is basically a zucchini. So, <laughs> is, yeah. Is that why people use vending machines instead of? It the is. Yeah. 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 That, that vending machine thing is so stupid, but I, yeah. I know it. It's just it's just so ugly. <laughs> it, it is insidious. It does not make sense at all. A fucking oh. ATM machine um, or a vending machine in the middle of, yeah. I, I know the Stalker Z mod, um, uh, they have a model of one of the characters from the Stalker series as the trader. Yeah. Very uncanny valley because obviously it doesn't move, there's no animations, it's just static. But yeah. it, do, it does the job to at least imitate it pretty nicely. So, you know, if, if you have that option to do that, then... Nice. Oh yeah, before I forget that, um, you can mm -hmm. also have AI. If you use the EAI mod, then you can even have the AI as traders and they will move if you set waypoints. A traveling trader. This is still early in support because the EAI mod, of course, is also yes, it's, early. It's not funny, yes. It's, 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 it's still coming on. It's coming on. What oh, also geez. makes it possible that they can uh, have yeah a weapon in their hands for example oh, what yeah. is yeah. not possible with these kind of static yeah npcs mm -hmm. let's say as you can see this is a great example for a static trader the exchange yes uh, thingy here will work as a trader as well and it's just yeah basically uh when it comes to the server-side configuration the same uh, thing as we for the NPCs. I wonder, could you, if you use the AI mod, this might be double down the road, where you could set up the AI to have a gun, and so, like, say you had a black market trader where there's no safe zone, and zombies roll into the, the, the market radius, whatever, that the AI would be able to shoot zombies. Kill them as you're yeah, like doing your training. That, it's like that a will actually action. work, yeah. I think this this is this is already working, yeah. That'd be cool. That's cool. Yeah, Very because nice. they, as far as I know, they already have factions uh, implemented, and yeah. as long as that NPC, like that trader AI, has the correct faction, they will shoot the zombies. Right. Yeah, the default uh, AI traders will shoot zombies. 
Obviously not in safe zones because these zombies will be removed in safe zones, but yeah. if, not yeah. so if, zone, if it was like a black market, that'd be cool. Yeah. 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 It would be really cool if, um, you know, if uh, you kill infected in, in that zone that that traveling trader is in and you, you you kill the infected around that trader, you you get a discount for protecting him or something like that. That would be... Oh, <laughs> that would yes, be very be nice. Is... No, I don't know if this thing you've ever um, going to do or I don't know if you're going to work on this with the um, EAI mod, but is there ever going to be down the road where expansion will have... AI missions, hopefully like used to an armor too. Uh, hopefully, like our mission system has the potential to easily implement that. Actually, we just had not the time uh, yet to really look into that because we really wanted to focus on the stuff we had done so far and yeah. get get that ready for stable now and after 1.6 we might can take a look at that further and I mean uh, Relian which is the creator uh, of and yeah author of uh, Infusion AI is actually a member of our team and also had plans to yeah implement certain stuff within expansion for us so to make uh, use of the EAI mod that would be <laughs> so. yeah if, if that ever comes out as an update that would be I think very popular some people the purists wouldn't like it but I think a lot of PvP servers would would like and PvP players would like that as a feature down the road oh, yeah. yes definitely Definitely. We just don't want to make the same mistake. Like uh, we had so much stuff in the mod that were yeah that made people people very excited, but uh, at the end, a lot of stuff were just uh, kind of work in progress. Implementations mm -hmm. somehow make them it work. It wasn't ready. It wasn't ready, mm. and mm -hmm. yeah, we we have learned a lot from the past. Uh, mm -hmm. from our mistakes have had to do a lot of uh, work on our uh, yeah let's say workflow mm -hmm. and hopefully with this update as soon as it release we uh, I, I want to cut you off here Steve because I've, I've had yeah. I've followed um, expansion quite closely and one of the things I had said to me that was that you were one of the best things that happened to the expansion mod, that you came in and you helped put in place those structures you're talking about. So, you know, I'm not going to say who said that to me, um, but that was um, one of the bits of feedback I heard, that you were the one of the best things that ever happened to the expansion mod, mate, because you came in and you identified those issues and you started putting structures and that in place to... You know, take, take it from being that, you know, sort of un, unguided ship that it was and gave it uh, some good direction. So hats off to you, mate. I, I mean, I think you, you kind of, yeah, it was more like uh, Lieutenant Master you're talking about here, I think. He actually, in my opinion, took the real structure into this project, built it up the wiki, implemented a lot of documentation, started restructuring the project basically mm -hmm. so i was was the founder and and project lead until to a point where 
I realized I can't really make it by myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, then a, a kind of restructuring process happened thanks to uh, Lieutenant Master. Mm -hmm. And the past months, uh, Lieutenant Master and Liquid Rock uh, took a lot of work to fix certain aspects on the mod that were really yeah broken I, let's I, say i think you're actually right as well my memory is as uh like yeah. a goldfish mate it's okay um, so i think it was lieutenant <laughs> masters that uh, i said so yeah lieutenant masters i take my hat off to you buddy <laughs> see because because another question I, w I want to ask as well how many of the original developers from the first release are actually still working on the project i wanted to ask that I as well good my, question yeah because because i heard a, I could be wrong, and I'd like to be wrong. A lot of them jumped ship shortly after um, it hit because they didn't want to bother with this. But I, what, there, where it's gone. <laughs> what, what, what about that? Well, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know how long it is now, but mm -hmm. uh, on the mod recently only worked like... Uh, yeah, three people, four people that included uh, me, Liquid Rock, Lieutenant Master, and uh, yeah, sometimes uh, Jacob and mm -hmm. also Not a Banana took their hands yes. for certain stuff into it, like the, uh, I don't know, the, the character scene updates we got implemented recently were made by Not a Banana. Right. Uh, Jacob got uh, rid of uh, a lot of bad, yeah, let's say script references. Don't want to get into details here, but no, no, they were pretty bad. And yeah, apart from that, uh, Liquid Rock and Lieutenant Master have done a great job restructuring right. and putting the mod uh, apart into these separated modules um, that are yeah on experimental available right now you can right now as this server uh, stands here uh, in front of me uh, test that on on a test machine if you want to and make your own image about the changes uh, like how the helis work now, how the boats mm -hmm. work. Like, okay, we we still have a few issues with, with one kind of boat that is the little... TLDR, the, the PBX is still fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, uh, vehicles are, yeah, daisy vehicles, <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, no matter what you do to them, you're never going to get around Daisy vehicles and how they're oh, yeah. structured right now. So that's, that's there was there was a ton of talk about expansion vehicles becoming server side. Is there, I mean, is there client any side, yeah. no, client side, whatever? Yeah, whatever <laughs> the good whatever the good one is. Yeah. Um, what's the situation with that? There hasn't been much news since. Um, is there work being done on us or? What's, what's the story? So, so the, the work is still on hold since the latest uh, work has been done. Like all that is 
actually working and in the mod is uh, a little test bike here that works pretty bad. I don't even it's know. It's a little bit janky, yeah. <laughs> if I can yeah, spawn it here right it, now. It does work yeah, somehow. I, I remember when expansion before the first release came out that it, one of the major things was was touting was client side uh, vehicles, which you know I was very excited about, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people were. So, it it in all in all honesty, like it, it is disappointing, but it is understandable because I would I would take a educated guess that if you were to try and to take it to client side you pretty much have to rewrite that entire part of the engine like that engine piece of code so a I'm, lot I'm, of yeah yeah a lot of that has been already done like jacob mm -hmm. is the one that is actually or ha has actually worked on that uh but he's pretty busy but with uh, <clears throat> other yeah, certain projects on uh, yeah. community online tools and community yeah, framework yeah. right now and uh, I, I just I just asked him today about the topic actually I hope he watches the stream uh, and and just gets uh, yeah tears in his eyes when he sees that we need, uh, we need to find a way to bribe him man yeah we just need to 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 uh, recover his mood to work on that because <laughs> no one else from the team right now could take over his work. Actually, is it's it's yeah, because right. yeah, it's we, com completely we a bit lacking on the manpower side. That's the issue. Right. Yeah, <laughs> time well, is our worst enemy. So I I have two more questions, and they're both expansion related. So, um. Are you going to, in the future, work on improving base building? Or are you going to add any more things to base building? Um, what's the situation there? And then weapons as well. Is there any new ones coming in or any animations being worked on there? Um, they're the two kind of main ones I also wanted to kind of know about. Uh, so when it comes to weapons, we have not really any uh, yeah plans for new weapons yet uh when it came to base building we had very big plans uh to to uh, make changes on that and uh some parts of the work has been done already to start uh yeah the support of tiers okay. but the problem is our modular, uh, so I uh, I can maybe speak open about that, just ghosted us that uh, promised to work on that models. And since then, the yeah, right. status on that is basically on hold. So you're uh, yeah. got screwed over by your, you're the person who makes the models for... Yes. So, right, that's, <laughs> that's annoying to... Well, yeah. that kind of segues into the next thing I want to talk about. I see you guys have still got your Patreon. I've linked it in um, both the YouTube and the um, Twitch chats. Um, tell us a bit about the Patreon for um, Daisy Expansion Mod, mate. What, is it, what does it do? What does it get people? Um, what does it do for you guys? 
Well, we haven't really any big uh, perks for for the Patreons, except from that they yeah get the support status in our Discord and mm-hmm. get access to uh, like our uh, Discord channels, like the hoster channels and t- uh, private testing channels, and uh, yeah, so they can share share. Um, information together we can uh stay in contact with them and yeah i mean right now uh, the money that we get from that i don't want to talk about it it's 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 yeah drop on a hot stone let's say Mm -hmm. but we never did that for the money we have found it people can see that uh actually in the sense of mod has been released like already four years ago maybe i don't even know right now uh like 7k uh us dollars and uh had have invested uh, a lot of that money in like the test servers that we had running mm-hmm. uh into assets that we brought for the mod like uh what was it a lot of props. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Look, have. Oh, to be still, honest, to be honest, I yeah. know it's an elephant in the room for some people, but those people, in my, in my opinion, need to pull their heads out of their ass. Here on this show, <laughs> we fully support modders being compensated, and I just don't just mean modders being compensated so they can, you know, pay for the models that they need, but also. I've got no problem if you guys want to fucking buy yourselves a cart and a piss and fucking pizzas and you know, get, sit in Discord and just fucking have fun. It's the money that is given to you guys as a thank you for creating whatever mod you're working on. So don't feel you need to justify if anyone sits there and says, you know, but what about all the money they made? So fucking what? So fucking what? Well, it's always, always, uh, yeah. I mean, hard topic because it shouldn't be. It shouldn't all be. All the rumors, no, it's... all the rumors that are around about expansion, thanks to to. Uh, yeah. There we go. Hookers yeah. and cocaine. Go and get yourself a bunch of hookers and cocaine. <laughs> Record a video and upload it to YouTube so we can all see you having fun. If it keeps, <laughs> if money is the the ultimate motivator for most people, and if it keeps you guys working on what, quite frankly, is still an amazing mod, yes, it had its problems, yes, it had its hiccups, but you're admitting that and you're working to change that. I don't give mm-hmm. a flying fuck what you guys do with the money. That's for you guys to sort. If I give you money, that's my prerogative. If someone's given money and they feel that they've been robbed, pull your head out of your ass, mate. Come on. They've they've delivered. They you know didn't quite deliver everything that they said, but you know the the choppers. I still remember flying them on Daisy Down Under. Um, they were they were great. Um, I had a, I had a chopper pilot who used to be in my um to uh, chat all the time. Um, he's absent yeah. now for personal reasons, which um, kind of uh, worries me. But um, it's he said they were the best choppers he'd seen in um, any of the Daisy mods. So, mm-hmm. yeah, guys, give them a bit of gratitude. Still keep it supporting. Consider going in and signing up for that um, Patreon. As soon as I get a few more dollars, I'm going to sign back up because I quit mine because I just didn't know what was going on. I thought I thought you guys were dead in the water. Uh, and then to hear you guys had come back made me fucking very happy, mate, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a big supporter of the expansion mod. 
Mm-hmm. You guys see, created see, a massive hype for DayZ. It, it, I mean, expansion certainly did help a lot of population. I remember when expansion did come out, I was, you know, messing around with helicopters. The biggest pain that I experienced with expansion was trying to adapt it to a hardcore survival server, which obviously expansion was not designed for. So that was very much a pain, especially considering the state expansion was in back then, you know, when it launched. But now, with how modular you guys made made it, and I mean, money in, in modding is, no matter how you approach it, it's always a very, very difficult situation because there's a lot of people who, on Patreon or whatever, they, they donate money and they expect a product, and when they, that product doesn't meet their expectations, no matter how transparent you are, they're always going to bitch and complain. It's it's a it's a fact of life, unfortunately. But you, you guys, you're trying your absolute best, despite the odds stacked against you. you know, in terms of time and manpower, as you've said, and you're trying to still create a fantastic mod that is that is modular, as you promised at the start. That has got you know, eventually client-side vehicles. Like, you got helicopters working in a game that was never really designed for it. <laughs> no matter how many, yeah. like, bloody previews that the DayZ dev team way back when showed off, like, it was never going to bloody happen. And once the vehicles, like... I mean, you've already said that the, the expansion vehicles already, like, is a standalone mod, obviously, yeah. with the requirements of... That I'm, I'm really, really hoping more people take notice of that because there's a lot of misinformed people. I mean, to be fair, I, I, I thought they weren't uh, oh. standalone yet. Oh shit, that was rough. <laughs> that was what a little, a little bit rough, yeah. It's really Jesus hard Christ. only in third person. <laughs> yes, that's but true. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping more people do take notice of the fact that it is standalone because there's a lot of. Well, I wouldn't say there's a lot of people out there, but there are certain individuals in the community who has previ- previously profited off of bad helicopters and bad code. And, you know, you guys have actually made it completely free for everyone to use, you know, and that's that's a fucking top-notch yeah. decision, to oh. say the least. Um, so, obviously, with 1.06, you know, you've got the traders, which are very nice. Is there any, like, really big notable features that you'd like to show off to us or anything that you've got going or anything you want to hint at or anything like that? Mm. Well, obviously, the book has been changed a lot and has right now, uh, yeah, uh, let's say a work-in-progress tab that is new, that is, yeah, the crafting recipes. Mm-hmm. What maybe uh, is for a few people again a casual aspect of the mod, but uh, for me, even if I work on the, that game for mm-hmm. like four years already, I have seen recipes in here that I ha- wasn't aware about. Like, uh, at this place, you'll basically all the crafting recipes that are possible in the game, mm-hmm. and the 
different ingredients that you can combine to yeah get at the end the result that gets this okay. plate here uh, what we also want to do but will not come with 1.6 uh, now is that you basically also can prepare the crafting if you have the items in your inventory right. uh, but yeah just okay. just one little thing that is as everything else uh, yeah optional you can just disable that tab and the right. whole thing will not even mess with anything on the client or server mm -hmm. so uh, that, that's really cool I, I mean I like the concept uh, for, for sure it's it's really nice to see because it's like you know you got a lot of casual players who just they they don't want to learn all, all the things and you know I'm, I'm both on the side of oh yeah give them a hand but on the other side get fucked learn the game stop being a pussy kind of thing but what you've got there is nice I like it yeah I, like I, it. I wouldn't underplay the um, the value of the likes of the crafting recipes in the book and mm -hmm. the potential the book has particularly for a community like ours where we've um, tried to push people out of discord so those yes. are the sort of things that bring people into discord so the more of that stuff in game I actually think they're really valuable you, you speaking mm -hmm. then Spud just made me think of something as well is that something that can be um, customised uh, Steve because I know servers like yours, Spud, you've got a lot of custom recipes that if people don't join the Discord, they won't be aware of how to craft storage and things like that. Actually, yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. It's, yeah, like, I, I need basically to uh, pop the settings up real quick here, I think. Uh, hold on. Get me. So this is the whole profile folder of my local server right now. We can't see it. Then, it show, yeah. oh, hold on. Probably need ah. to change what you're sharing to yeah. uh, screen. I need to do that. Hold on. I don't think I'd ever hear Boydie giving technical advice. <laughs> watch, watch my eyes start to glaze over. There we go. We can see now. There we go. All right. So this folder in uh, the server profile directory that, yeah, basically every server has, like you have mm -hmm. your logs in there, so on, uh, will include all the settings uh, for Daisy expansion, and in this case, we want to take a look at the book settings here. And we have like, uh, it's pretty boring, just material <laughs> stuff, as you can imagine. The crafting categories with right. all their results, uh, basically, that you can configure to uh, make the system use of uh, custom recipes as far as I'm aware of right liquid. Yeah, basically the way it works is you just um, enter the result of the recipe into the category where you want it displayed and it will automatically show the recipe under that category. And if you don't want that, then it will, I think it will get sorted to a miscellaneous category. I'm not sure. Okay. That's how it should work. 
That's very nice. Uh, that is actually. Oh yeah, if it's not in there, I think it will be excluded. Yeah. Well, as you can see, all is based on a yep. yeah called JSON format yes. that gets generated by the first mm -hmm. startup. Um, what we have also made sure now, as far as it got tested from our uh, testers in, in the community, it works pretty well also, is also whenever you change from stable, uh, so from the current stable update to 1.6, whenever it gets released, uh, and we have made any setting changes or, yeah, let's say... Uh, a, a different setting has been renamed then the file guest gets altered the your changes get taken over to the new setting file and you don't have to yeah mess with the settings anymore what was always a problem as soon as it came to changes to these files because as soon as we change something there people yeah most of the time had a, neither uh, had to wipe that file to get the changes or apply the changes manually what always caused questions and so on in our discord and yeah mm -hmm. yeah so that, that was uh, a pain in the ass <laughs> <laughs> kind of quality <laughs> yeah. of life feature yeah, we added there Spud, Spud's a great um, guest to have on because he used expansion mod um, and moved away from it because of some of the issues with it didn't you Spud yeah, look, we've, we've used it twice when it came out, and it was fantastic, and you guys did a great job. Um, but even configuring it um, for a hardcore, while it was difficult, it was still possible. Um, but, the, I mean, the main reason, and, and some of the stuff I absolutely loved, like um, Dance of Jesus map edits, I just love them. But um, when it came to the performance, it, they just weren't viable. In fact, we went through a period of we'd apply them at the start of the wipe, and then as the wipe progressed, we'd have to start reducing them bit by bit just so we could enjoy enjoy them some of the time but um the, we, we moved away from it simply because of a lot of the mod conflicts so certain um, portions of it um that just conflicted with other stuff that we just wanted to use and in the end it just became too much of a, um, a drain uh, on our time and also the server performance we went back to it i think it was 111 um and had a had another go with it um but again similar things that cropped up again so we, we drifted away from it again but some of these changes are looking very promising so what's it like now running with other mods? Is there still a lot of those mod conflicts, um, Steve? Well, we can't say that the mod will run with every single mod. Like, <laughs> it's 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 hard to say. But uh, thanks to to that possibility of uh, that's pretty boring material stuff again here pre-compiler definitions uh, that also a lot of uh, yeah mods use already that are yeah it's good pretty, that you guys are breaking it down into smaller yeah. uh, packages though because I remember that was one of the biggest bits of feedback a lot of people were quite vocal about that it's it's a great idea, but releasing it all as one, it's all in um, or nothing um, mod, a lot of people were very critical about. So it's good you guys have listened to the feedback and are breaking it down into more manageable um, parts that, you know, people can take this but don't have to have this and so on. And hopefully that'll mean less conflicts, you know. People, communities like Spud, um, 
Yeah, sorry, what's this? Uh, you haven't told him about the about Bundle then? Ah, uh, yeah, Bundle. Well, that's that's still a thing. Like, there is still an all-in-one package, basically. Mm -hmm. If you just want to say, okay, I want it all, uh, let's get it. Uh, then you yeah, basically have the bundle and the license mod and the other requirements like uh, community framework and depth framework on community mm -hmm. online tools and yeah then have you have again the full package uh, but it's like not necessary anymore right. and, and going back to the, the, the previous question in terms of mod conflicts uh, what is Daisy Expansion's um, mindset now on helping other mod creators on the platform for their mods to be compatible with expansion? Because I know in the past, um, when I ran, helped run a server, we were running it with a bunch of mod conflicts, and we were just we were wondering if the like the team could help, and they basically said no, go away. Um, has that attitude changed, I would assume, um, since then? Because if so, brilliant. But if not, then I can I can still understand uh, a lot of criticisms that the expansion team used to get in terms of that. I mean, I can understand uh, that people think that we have that attitude, uh, mm -hmm. but we basically always here to the problems when they uh, so when there was any mod conflicts uh, well, give me a good example I don't know what is it uh, I'm, just trying to, I'm, I'm just trying to think uh, just an example mods um, like it was always hard to do that because um, basically, we never people are saying mm-hmm yeah, a good example. That's <laughs> now fixed on experimental, actually. Like you had that issue where you don't have the options uh, on the top. The right. only issue that we might still have to look into as far as I got reported from uh, a community member from us is whenever you aim with a gun and lean... It, it seems to look different whenever expansion is loaded with as visual and as gunplay uh, uh, than when you just have vanilla and visual gunplay mm -hmm. and as gunplay loaded. But we had no time yet to look into this. Right. Okay. So, 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 so basically, like the, the answer to the question is like, if somebody was to approach the team ask about it, you know, politely, is there any possibility when you have time yeah, to sure. help me with mod compa compatibility, you'll sort it? Yeah, sure. Like, it's always, uh, for sure, uh, a thing of time and mm -hmm. when we can look into it. And yeah. it's it's sometimes also things get just lost uh, yes. in the Discord or over time. We we work on so many things. Like, oh, yes, look at, at recent uh, um, pushes to our GitHubs and what we have done the past month. Uh, it's, it's actually insane. Yeah. And people... Uh, still provided feedback uh, especially to the market and we 
wanted to yeah implement that also so uh, things are always difficult to handle just right now yeah but sure when there's a hard problem uh where within the mod conflict we don't want to see that so so and it's also a thorn in our eyes and if we can fix it and find a problem or if you know about an issue and find a problem just let us know we implement it yeah, and like, exactly. uh, like Tomerian saying in chat, just don't rock up in Discord going, re-fix your shit, and it goes a long way. Like you said before, yes. be polite. Definitely, yeah. Don't, yeah. don't be a twat about it. Like, because, yeah. I mean, you know, I've had people approach me like, with the whole re-fix your fucking mod, and it's like, just because you said that, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm going to be that twat. You know, fuck uh, you. Like, have that common, have that common I mean, courtesy for your fellow modder kind of thing. Look, you know, one thing I want to say yeah. for you, Steve, as well, is one of the benefits for expansion that I see is it's a simple <clears throat> mod for someone who might be um, entry level into running a server to be able to download and have one point of contact. Or yeah, it'll add a hell of a lot of different features. Um, not all of them, but a lot. And it's a great place to start for being able to start learning about. You know, you you, you talk about JSON files and XML files and things like that. It's probably a good point to start for a lot of people who are just starting to run a server. Instead of having you know twenty or thirty different mods from different mod creators and all the rest of it, and having to go to so many different discords, you could download the expansion mod onto your server, have some really cool functionality: base building, trader, helicopters, extra vehicles, extra guns, um, the, the the party system, territory management, and only have one point of contact. So keep that in mind if you're entry level, like I was. Um, and running a mod. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a very great and big community and people like Tamarion that is in the chat um, that are, yeah, always supportive, try to help even if they Mm -hmm. don't respond immediately. If you have a problem... If it affects your server, sure, uh, most of the time it's it's hard. Uh, but um, when you have a, a working environment already with expansion and run into an issue, it's most of the time right now a user, let's say user error, mm-hmm. uh, unless we really pushed uh, something really bad to, to experimental right now. Yeah. But... Um, that's why we do that experimental phase that we make sure, yeah, it's stable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you need that feedback at the end of the day about whatever you produce. You don't want to just stick it stable and then be like, oh, sh- shit, it's not actually working. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, can fully, you know, sympathize with that. So it's good that you actually do it the proper way, so to speak. You you, you push it out experiment you get the feedback you need fix as much of stuff as you can based on that feedback and then the rest of the general public can use it so exactly otherwise it's really hard to see find the problems mm-hmm. because you i mean if i work on a certain uh thing on expansion and it's somehow let's say multiplayer related like here our party 
system and so on. Yeah. You have a list like with all the players. Uh, so if you want to like a global list or just the nearby players, also mm -hmm. optional as always. Um, you can't really test it by yourself on your local no. environment. You need another player to to test like every certain aspects of the system. Yes. If if this invite gets sent correctly, if he receives the invite, uh, if if what what happens if he accepts the invite, so on. You can't just test that by yourself when you do something like this. And I can't just always ask, let's say lava, hey yo. Uh, I need your help. Can you can you uh, test this with me? Because he's mm -hmm. probably busy with some other stuff. Today we had the chance to to really work on something together, but that's not often the case. Yeah. It gets even more difficult. I mean, we we are we are in the same time zone, but when I'm not available, um, it already gets a little more difficult because the other people are not in the same time zone. So. Yes, time zone That's, um, that's uh, yeah. Yeah. I just put the um, expansion Discord link in both the YouTube and um, uh, Twitch chats for those who wish to join it uh, to find some more as well. So, yeah, I, I'm very happy to hear you guys are back on track, Steve. Um, you know, it, it was uh, what's happening with it. A lot of people were, well, that was uh, big while it lasted, and it's great to hear you guys haven't given up on it um, because, like I said, when expansion first started becoming known of, it was massive for Daisy. It was massive. You know, so many people. Um, you guys carried a lot of weight on your shoulders, um, a lot of weight that probably put a lot of stress on you um, as a team. But um, yeah, it's it's great to hear things are still going strong, mate. Yeah, we are happy with our results, and hopefully, people will be also happy about it when as soon as it's released. But make your own opinion. Yeah, actually, really? always make your own opinion, no matter like, how much work you put into it. You you can make an absolute masterpiece, like no like problems at all, and you'll get some also like shit. <laughs> so. <laughs> True, yeah, yeah. So you know, just keep up the good work, lads. You know, definitely going to be looking out for it gets server that uses expansion. Um, you said the experimental servers are open, yes, or was I mistaken? I mean, this server I'm playing right now here is is actually public. Right. So you can join it. I can even post the IP and so on. But it's yeah allocated in Germany, so don't expect the best ping. But mm -hmm. you can always host your own experimental server at, if you want to. Like we have make sure there is a, a workshop item, a collection basically with all the mods uh, you need on the workshop hold on mm -hmm. yeah this collection right here like okay. it includes all the stuff but you can like i said also just use the bundle and licensed and other requirements like cf cot and yes, df yes, to just test it out yeah mm -hmm. Mission awesome. files are also available to, yeah, test out the traders for Chinaros by default. So there's default trader spawns and 
trader camps for the Genaros Plus map. Awesome. Awesome. Very, very, very awesome. I'll, I'll try and, when I've got time, uh, I'll try and check it out and try and give you guys some feedback. Well, we are on to the rest of the agenda now, folks, and um, we've talked um, very PC-heavy, but um, we had our console <laughs> special last week, but something came up um, in the comments uh, from the video on that um, about a topic that absolutely blew my fucking mind. Now, I'm going to share a screen here. I did a um, uh, another one of my lovely uh, polls that I love to do. Um, <coughs> but it's a great way of getting good feedback from people. And it was about a problem that was unique to console. Now, we sort of have this issue on um, PC, but on PC, as far as I understand, unless someone's done a workaround, and please don't turn to, please don't say if you have, if you want to have multiple accounts of DayZ, you've got to buy multiple copies of DayZ and have different Steam accounts with them linked. You can't just create different profiles. But on consoles... Now, from what I understand, on an Xbox alone, you can have up to 33 accounts on that one console. And each one of those accounts is a different instance of the game. So, the, the, oh the, the yeah, the theoretical example is you could raid a base and there are five people defending it. Each you have 10 plus alt accounts logged into that base. So every time you kill someone inside that base, they then log off of that account, join back up to the server with one of their alt accounts, and you're basically fighting a, a monster army. Now, in the poll here, the majority of people said they only have their main account. Um, 90 people, two to three. 33 to 5, but 47 people said they've got 10-plus accounts. This blew my mind, what? Marks. Uh, how how, the, how this, is this a thing? The DayZ. Kind of like a tech. What the hell? Yeah, it seems like the game is... Uh, I don't know what the technical way is. It's not linked to the one account. It seems like it's linked to the console. Mm. Yes. So then anybody they, who has the game of that constant thing can just log into the yeah. account. It's just a problem with constant. I don't know if there's a workaround for it. I think they did. There is, by PC. True. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's it really, isn't it? But I mean, yeah, because the, the, I, I was just reading some of the comments there on the, on the Reddit post. And some of the comments made sense, you know, like one, like one guy, you had a, an account for himself, one for his girlfriend, yeah. and one for, you know, his friend and whatnot. And that, that seems perfectly fine. But then you get the people who uh, openly admit they, they abuse it because somebody else does it. And it's like, that's not really a... Um, sound mindset to to have it's like oh it's like this person done this one thing that means i can do it it's like well no not really that's that's not how it works but at the same time that they they haven't they haven't fixed the exploit so yes people are going to abuse it and if they have no intentions to then like what what, what do people expect it's horrible as it is to say, it's like you've you got to expect that kind of stuff. Yeah, if it's there, they're going to use it. Mm -hmm. Then you get the ones like anyway. this. Me and my clan of 10 dudes all have three to four different accounts to defend the base. And, and it's like... 
Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say on, on it, to be perfectly honest. Like, what, what more really can be said? It's like people who use the alt accounts, it's, it's just a fact of uh, console daisies that the person you probably you, you just killed will probably come back in a few minutes on an alt account and kill you. And it's like... It's just it's just one of those things that you have to deal with on the console, and until they patch that, until they make it so it's only tied to the account, and you can't do anything uh, the console equivalent of game sharing, or anything like that, then th this problem is always going to be there, and there's there's nothing any of us here can do, no. apart I from don't... raise awareness. But it's like yeah. everybody knows about it, so I don't think they're gonna fix it. Um, I don't. <laughs> yeah, they have too much too much stuff to do. They're not going to fix it, and people are going to do it. And there's nothing you can do to stop, and it's just going to keep happening. So, yeah, yeah but from yeah. a from a commercial point of view, that must be costing them a fortune. Yeah, I mean, as as you said, Boydy, my my girlfriend, you know, my brother, all those are people that could have potentially bought the game if they didn't have this ability to do this. Mm -hmm. It's quite interesting. <laughs> I thought if BI had any incentive to fix something, well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, they would have done it a long time ago by now, but they, they haven't. And I mean, console like the console Daisy has been out since twenty nineteen. Three yeah. years or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And the fact that they still haven't fixed it. I mean, yes, I know Daisy is Daisy. What do you expect? But I mean, come on, something as simple as. That major exploit, it can probably solve a lot of the duping exploits as well if you just tie it to the account instead of the console. So, what oh, can we really do? I was I just stunned. Yeah, when, when someone explained it to me, and it was like, as you said, there are some perfectly legitimate uses of it, but it just it brought me back, and I've shared it uh, many in a time. Um, I did a video on my YouTube channel years ago, probably five or six years ago, about why you need a second account for DayZ, and I just hadn't considered the implications of it. And 110%, I'm sorry, you can play DayZ however you want, but if you're using an alt account for nearly even even some of the reasons that I still like I store keep one of the codes for nails or you know I keep one in case I die to a glitch or something like that yes that sucks but you're really <clears throat> at its core breaking the one thing that makes Daisy so unique and that's permadeath that's oh, yeah. whether you're playing a PVE server, a PVP server, an RP server, it's that fact of dying and losing everything that even base building to some extent removes some of the um but it's still that character's dead. And everything on him, unless one of your mates is there, everything on him is gone. Mm -hmm. By having these alts, you're removing the thing that makes Daisy so special. You're really not playing Daisy anymore, in my opinion, um, Steve. Oh, good, good question. Well, uh, I, I actually have not really the time to play it. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's hard to find it, find the time. Yeah, but, but if I you're mean, playing like that, Steve, you're really not playing Daisy anymore, are you? You're, you're playing. A, a no, cheap, no, 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 no. You play Daisy Light. I, uh, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Sure, it's like when you take that uh, 
whole permadeath away from the, that yeah kind of ga- gameplay it's not daisy anymore then you can also like implement i don't know sleeping bags or shit like mm-hmm. that that you can place around like in rust and mm-hmm. yeah but even even then you're still like you've still got nothing on you when you spawn it's like that, yeah, that's okay. the thing like that's no ma- no ma- no matter how much modding has come ever since modding was released for DayZ, if there's one thing that no mod has ever really changed, it's the permadeath kind of aspect. Like, once your character dies, that's it. It's gone to the abyss. It's like, yeah, sure, if your mate gets your loot, fantastic. You can still run back up there. But the fact is, you still died. You still lost everything. You still have to start from yeah. scratch to get to that point again. Either for you, like, playing the game or having a friend there. Having a bunch of alt accounts with a pre like with a bun- like a, like a loadout, it's just like I'm sorry if I wanted to play something like that, I'd play Call of Duty. Like mm-hmm. if I die, yeah, sure. I'd, like and yeah, sure. It's it's just it's just ridiculous, and, and people seem to forget about that. People people get way too attached to their gear, and that's just one of the mm-hmm. unfortunate side effects of playing Daisy is gear for you. I mean, that's a real exciting part. Yes, and that mm-hmm. brings uh, ad- adrenaline into your blood. Like when yes. you're really geared up with your fat character, <clears throat> and you get in, in in like a military area, it's always yeah. Even on the, the PvP the, service, the hey Mark. Like... Wow. Even on the PvP service <laughs> that you play a lot, it's it's still that that permadeath risk of losing it all that makes those combat moments so intense, doesn't it? Not so much on the PvP servers because you spawn back in and after a five minute run you're you're fairly geared again. Mm-hmm. Um, but on 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 the less PvP servers where they're a bit more hardcore, yeah, it it can be. But on the PvP ones, not really, no. But there's yeah, no it's... read for anybody to have a and not even one alt account. The only time a person needs an alt account is if they run a server and they want to have one for the admining and then one that they can yes. just have an Otherwise, in that. I do have one example. You don't need this. I do have one example, and that is for a player-run trader um, where um, I considered, and I never ended up doing it because, you know, I still remember how much heat I copped over um, the Lone Wolf account video I did, uh, but I did plan on putting my second account in so that if someone messaged the trader and said, is anyone there to do business, I could log out of my um, other account and log back in as the trader and be there for opening for business, but I never ended up doing it but that's probably one mm. of the only examples i can think of where it might be um viable other than that and the admin you'd one have to be, you'd have to be a very dedicated oh, yes. rp or you know our survivalist to to do that you know that takes that's a lot of dedication but mm-hmm. i mean yeah. I, I know of one person who specifically uses an alt account between staff work and player and that's Dumgra. yeah yeah and that's fine Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he—he's he, I mean, uh, the perfect yeah. example for that. Yeah, but I mean, like when it when it comes down to it, it's like even then he's still paid for another account that's more money in uh, in, in you know in Bohem- for Bohemia, and it's like it's the right way to do it. You you you're trying you're trying to do good by your community and you're helping support in the game in some shape or form. But when you've got like ten plus alt accounts on your fucking console, just because. You you might die is like like me get off your fucking high horse. Come on. Don't be a twat now. 
You're missing the point of the game, folks. You're missing the point of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, Marks, you did a mm. really good video on Takistan, um, which we just got to see some um, footage of as well watching Steve's video. But, yeah, some, um, again, uh, here on PC, mate, we are spoiled for choice. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on it? It's, it's a tricky one. It's nice to have a map that isn't green, mm-hmm. but it's also it, there's not much in between of towns, if that makes sense. Like between like one of the airfield, there's two airfields on the map, and between one of the mm-hmm. airfields and a the town, there's nothing but desert and valleys the entire way. Mm-hmm. If you don't have water foot on it, you will die before you get to those, to, to your destination. Getting out of the spawn towns is incredibly difficult. Um, as pretty much all the loot is gone and, you know, freshies are killing freshies. Um, I noticed on the server I was playing on and then on some, I heard some other people were saying as well that um, the loot is messed up. Some people were saying they they looted, you know, tons of military barracks and a military compound and all they found was an IJ. And so I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's just something with new servers starting up and whatnot. We'll have to see how that goes down the road I, I, I think it's that's more so to do with um you know the new map starting up you know the mm. loot economy is never going to be that great when a map is first released yeah. so you just got you just got to give that kind of like aspect time <laughs> um so I've, I've heard similar things when it comes to Texas I've only played 30 minutes of it because that's <laughs> all the time I literally had uh to play it and my first impression was, um, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, yeah. it's 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 not so bad. I mean, I'd have to play it to get more of the uh, more of an opinion of it. But for my first thirty minutes, it was like, yeah, the 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 loot was a bit. Mm, but again, that you know that I've already explained why. Um, I experienced the sandstorm, which was quite neat. I thought it was really really cool. Um, I like the fact that it did damage you when you were when you went to it and it would drain your hydration. The only thing I would suggest, and I don't know if this is going to happen, and I don't know if the creator of the Techistan Plus map is even here, but have it so it's a lot hotter, like Namask has when mm. it's like with its cold. Because right now it's like, yeah, sure, it it you're playing on a desert like kind of map. You know, you've got the nice little like lighting changes so it looks more like you've got the sepia kind of tone like it like that would portray it to be a desert but it's not hot yeah it's not hot at all that's it's like and like you want to like with namaz how you want to try and get the the warmest clothes you want to try and get the the clothes and take a stand with like the lowest insulation so you can keep cool mm-hmm. yeah so that, that, that's what I would recommend to change. But I mean, again, I'd have to play it more to get more of an opinion on how like the map actually functions um, and what it's trying to go for. But there was yeah. um, a thing when you mentioned the sandstorms. The server I was playing on was um, oh god, what one was it? I can't actually remember. Hang on, it was um, one of these more kind of hardcore servers. Um, it was Endzone. It was on the Endzone servers. Right. Was only there was only like ten servers that maybe were up the first day of launch, and 
in the space of about 45 minutes, I think we ran into five sandstorms. Just one after another, mm. after another, after another. And for a new player on, because uh, I was a new player at Texas, I don't really know it. On a new player that has a map that is all yellow, then that is then my screen's been covered in more yellow with these sandstorms. You, you were, <laughs> I was running around circles for an hour, and I That's just ended up having. <laughs> I had to, I had to leave that server and go play, like try and find a, a different server, try and just to get away from the storms because it was just constant. Every five minutes, there seemed to be another storm brewing, and that kind of ruined it for me. So I'm hoping that isn't the map, and it was just that one server. I that mean, was doing that, but yeah. yeah, I mean, if if it is the map, then yeah, okay, if, I mean. Best report that to the yeah, it was map creator. Yeah, so. some good feedback um, in the comments on the video. I did like this one by Mike Doherty. Um, <laughs> the vanilla Takistan, in my opinion, is pretty terrible for Daisy in its current state. It's just not a well balanced map or playing experience overall. There's no guns that spawn in the civilian houses. All of the spawns are set up in the middle of nowhere, but also right next to a tier four airfield in the hills, and the mountains are for the most part totally empty. And the sandstorm mm-hmm. happening every 30 minutes just makes it more annoying than fun. The fun part Fair. about Takistan would be fighting in the hills, the valleys, having huge open sniper fights across hundreds of metres. But there's literally no reason to ever travel into the hills or valleys. So when you spawn, you are left with pretty much three options. You either go to the northern airfield, go to the southern airfield, or go explore the 30 towns and villages that all look and play identically. And this just and this isn't me just moaning or trying to be negative. I know that the guys behind this map put a lot of time and hard work into it, and they did a good job of recreating Takistan. But Takistan is just not a good Daisy experience. I'm a map editor myself for a server, and I've spent all week coming up with new ways to try and make Takistan more enjoyable, and I'm confident that it can be done. But the devs behind Takistan really need to spice it up a lot, in my opinion, before it will compare to any other map that's available. Best way to do it is to add several new big compounds and points of interest and then add a shit ton of life to the hillsides, hilltops and valleys to give players a reason to actually go to those areas, opening up the possibility to have those long-range, cool-as-fuck Takistan gunfights. Then this map will be great. Now, I haven't played it yet, but that's I've heard that <laughs> feedback from a lot of people that there's just so much nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it is a desert, what do you expect? <laughs> but I mean, see, that's the thing, though. I mean, once you're geared, then you do have a you do have a purpose to go into those hills and valleys to to snipe other geared players and even freshies of you that you know you feel. They're not going to be out there though. They're all going to be loitering around um, the towns or the bases. Yeah, I mean, so I suppose yeah, but I mean, it's, you could use the same argument with pretty much any other map, you know. The map's nothing but forests, for example. It's like it's just the same thing over and over and over again. They're just empty. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's you're kind of gonna have a lot of emptiness in a map. That's the whole point. If you're not going to expect a map to be full of intricate, interesting things every like five yards, that's just not the point of you know the map. But I understand what Mike Doherty is saying in that in, in that comment that I can, at least I think I understand. Um but right now all we can hope is is that the map gets further developed more. So more stuff does get added um and more features become more present to make it a lot more engaging because right now obviously it's just not long come out. And as we all know of like every map that's come out for Daisy is is a mod. It's it's not always there. Deer Island, for example, when that first came out, um, in effect, it could walk through buildings. 
and it wasn't that good. And the map wasn't even finished. It still isn't finished as far as I'm aware. Um, and then you got Namask, which was, you know, it, it's, it was okay. It was, it was, it was quite polished, but you, you expect so. It's some rack. <laughs> like, need I yeah. say more? And uh-huh. heck, <clears throat> even with, even with Extacare, you know, it's, that's definitely not final. And there's still a lot of stuff that needs to be worked on. But you can only hope that it does continue getting um, attention development as long as people report issues to the developer. Now, I, I have to say, Mark, um, <coughs> are you becoming that man? No. My God. <laughs> that was a stupid fucking comment. Oh, well, me off when I comment. read this, it was just insane. I was uh, about to ban him. I was very tempted. I didn't, though. Yeah, it, it, it was <laughs> wow. Ah, it was a funny moment. It was a funny moment. I, I laughed when I saw that in the intro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah no, no, that kind of annoyed me. <laughs> oh, unbelievable! What about you, Spud? What are your thoughts on Pakistan? Um, look, I, I like it. I've been um, I was on the Pakistan um, test site for quite some time, just seeing whether it's something we wanted to run. And uh, kind of a lot of the comments that have been um, made are kind of why we didn't run one. Um, and I, they've obviously gone to a hang of a lot of effort, and it looks really good. And for what it is in, in terms of a desert map, yeah, they, they've hit the mark. But it, the, the, there is a lack of points of interest. Um, and it is a big open space. And I think it is slightly different from the likes of um, Livonia, where Livonia gets the same comments of, you know, it's just um, endless forest. But there's there's still, I think, a lot more opportunity to, to develop it, whereas here, I think, with Takistan, it only kind of feeds one play style, which is PvP. Um, mm-hmm. and, it's a, and it does um, provide something different there in terms of a lot more open... Um, PvP with not a lot to hide behind. So I think for what it's for what it's um, kind of it's meeting one market. I just don't think it's going to corner um, the whole market. And I personally think it will be a, a short time lift thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I don't think there's a lot of ways to. I mean, you can certainly add stuff to it, but the thing and the challenge for people adding um, adding to the map is is keeping it within keeping as well, because um, mm-hmm. obviously a lot of the daisy the native daisy. Um, Assets won't necessarily um, fit terribly well, but yeah. the likes of mm. yeah, there's some of the maps. And to, but to be honest with you, I'm probably a little bit biased because when it comes to a lot of the modern maps, um, we haven't really run a lot of modern maps. I mean, the only maps we've run for DDU have been Chinaris um, and Livonia. I mean, we've only just recently put on Livonia, but um, you know, to, to change that up, we've um, changed the spawns to the south and because of the hive system. You, you know, you go to the western edge of Chinaris and you then um, arrive on the southern edge of um, Livonia. We've um, reversed the spawns, all the uh, all the, the crap loots on the south and the good stuffs in the north, and we've got a radiation zone. So it's actually just tweaking things. So it might be that somebody does this sort of stuff to Pakistan over time, but it's just it'll mm. remain to be seen. Yep. The vanilla map itself um, will probably, yeah, like you said, uh, fade away, but there'll be some servers that will modify it somehow and it'll become part of that service culture and lore and um, hats off to them. Um, I'm still yet to try it, um, going through a bit of a scum phase at the moment, but I'll definitely be getting on and having a look at it just for something um, different. I did like some of the custom models and, um, you know, when you were looking at the tents as well, Marks, how they've made the mm. tents um, yellow instead of green and, you know, like one of the comments yeah. um, said, um, finally, a reason for some of the um, uh, U.S. Army brown clothing uh, finally has a purpose. You know, you'll be able to blend in better. Too right. Yep. Um, scroll back up. 
now I need to just this is a comment that we had um, in chat and it sort of is a little bit related um, in that yeah with the environmental issue now what's the point of night and rain just to log and wait it out do Daisy devs not uh, not see a problem with 99% of servers limiting or removing weather and the day night cycle completely this is a comment by uh, one of the people in the discord is a scarecrow. Um, the only pro of playing during rain or night is the sheer fact that the entire server just left the game. People wonder what it would be like if Daisy had a season rotation. What would happen if just a handful of servers running it? Maybe some niche picks like Demolsk or some of the uh, survival enthusiast servers. Why add brutal season conditions when you can't keep a server alive during the five minutes of rain or the 20 minutes of night? Now, I thought this was an interesting discussion, but me, I love the rain. And the nighttime cycles. Yeah, it's when when it starts going dark. Um, I I love playing DayZ. One of the main reasons for me is the the range that the infected can detect you drops. So it's, it's almost safer, not just because there's less people on, but it's harder for the infected to pick you up. And if you've got a basic understanding of how to survive. Um, you know, and, you know, get a heat buff or wring your clothes out and dry yourself off afterwards. You don't need to worry about getting the flu, and the flu doesn't really do anything to you in any case. But I mm. just, I thought it was an interesting discussion. What do you reckon, lad? It, it, it's, man, oh, <laughs> I've been waiting for this topic. I honestly, I think people who complain about rain and nights need to get good. Straight up, they need to get good. Like Daisy, uh, it's it's a survival game. You're always going to have that day night cycle. You're always going to have different and adverse weather conditions. The whole point of it is you have to adapt to your surroundings. You have to adapt to the weather in order to to be able to survive effectively. And honestly, I wish all servers would run the darker nights setting where everything is purely pitch black because. There's no light pollution. Everything is going to be pitch black, apart from obviously what is there in the moonlight. And when it comes to the rain, um, honestly, I wish they would improve it. I, w I wish they would go back to what it used to look like in 0.62. Back then, it was it looked beautiful and it sounded really, really nice. But we got what we have now, which it's not bad, but it's definitely been better. But going back to the actual topic, it's like... Just get good. Well, uh, like, I, I did forget that he did elaborate on it, and I, this is why I um, uh, singled it out as a uh, comment worthy of discussion. I think Daisy rewards risk aversion in this sense too much. Why engage in a gunfight if you can just log? Why fight a wolf pack after they howl when you can just log? Why do anything when you can just log and ask a friend to pick up the slack and meet you where you're at? I think Nate Daisy needs to work on its soft skills and integrate a way to profit off for your own suffering. Add a multiplier to playing in the rain. Make it so that when you survive a medical condition, you're less likely to suffer from it. I think soft skills can add pros to playing in life-threatening situations. Maybe a hardiness meter. Maybe you can carry more weight. Hell, maybe your beard grows faster or longer. Something to reward those who play in adverse conditions, not hinder those who do not. Now, Steve, I think there's, uh, there's some merit to what he said there. I mean... <sighs> yeah, sorry. Go on. No, no, you go on, mate. Go on. Uh, a lot of stuff that he says there would bring like a lot of more life in, in, into servers, let's say, 
in in like let's say nighttime situation and so on because yeah it gives gives you like a real reason to go through this certain situation so i really like what he says there and totally agree with that that daisy needs something like this Anything that will make you value your character's life more, Spud, is a yeah. win in my eyes. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, and, and the thing is, look, I, uh, half of me actually agrees with Lad and that, you know, anybody who, um, you know, logs off at night or doesn't like the rain should get good. But the other half is, you know, our server last night went from 100 pop to, I think it was 40, when nighttime arrived. And we only have nighttime for um, 20 minutes. And so I think whilst... Yeah, there's a certain percentage of the um, the player base that actually do enjoy night, um, and we won't get rid of it. We're going to carry on with it. Yes, I think we do have to find a happy medium around actually trying to attract other people to um, to, to stay on the server during nighttime and experience the day's ex the full day's experience, including nighttime. I mean, I even saw a new person in our Discord um, the night before last, and I just had to bite my tongue um, when his comment was, "Oh, the night's so dark and it's so so long. I couldn't see anything without a light." And I'm like. Did you fucking go outside at night time, mate? It's like, <laughs> seriously? <laughs> see, it's, but, uh, it's, it's, I just, I don't want, I don't want to sound too rude, like when it comes down to it. But like, yeah, I definitely agree that Daisy needs to really start to focus a lot of attention on its soft skills to make them actually work as effectively as possible. Make it so you definitely benefit. Uh, from nighttime runs, the, I mean, there's there's quite a few benefits in terms of the PVE aspect My and God. the PVP aspect My God. of My uh, God. traveling during the night and during the rain. But you can't. How do I how do I, how do I how do I explain it? No matter what the Daisy does do, no matter what modders do to try and make nighttime perfect as possible, people are not going to play it. People are going to look because it's too it's too difficult for them uh, because they just don't know how to play it. And it's like, again, just there's been I, d I don't know. I, 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 I can't find the right words without being extremely rude. Um, I, uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you're, you're missing out on part just, of the Daisy experience, Marks, is what I reckon. You are. You are. Yeah, it depends what server you're on. Like when when I do be on the vanilla servers, and it comes nighttime. Like nighttime with them are long. Like they're very long. And depending on the vanilla server, it's it's really dark, and most of the server does be empty by the time nighttime rolls around. So it's like <clears throat> you have to kind of like as me as a player at that stage. I'm mainly when I'm on the official servers, I'm looking for PvP. So do I sit and wait to try and find somebody around, which is going to be very hard because they're either sitting inside or logged off. Or do I log off, go to a different server that's daytime, and then switch back in 40 minutes to that server again when everybody's after logging back on? But like, if you're on a PvP server where MVGs are easy to find and stuff, then you know people are not going to log off as much. I, I think anyway, but I could be wrong. I mean, when when it comes to like the night vision aspect, you know that you know night vision is really bloody cool, and I think all servers, no matter if it's fully PvP, like. One million percent loot or whatever. I don't fucking care. NVGs should always be at a minimum. You know, they they are like the ultimate kind of tool to have on your character, and you will have a really really good advantage. Um, only with certain optics, though. Obviously, you know the only the only Russian optic 
that allows night vision is obviously the big massive fucking one that you could probably like knock somebody out with the fact that there isn't an American one or NATO is weird but you know there there you go but I've, darker nights or, or rain or just night in general it, it is a, such a core part of the game and if people actually sit down and give it a chance you might actually find it to be really beneficial for you and your squad especially if you're doing pvp you know you're, you're able to get around a bit quicker at night because people can't really see you unless obviously you have nvgs which means you can get to places and um, much more safely to get really really good loot you're much more safer when you're looting northwest airfield for example and it compared to the daytime but people don't really think about that they're just like oh i can't see 10 feet in front of me or whatever and obviously this may just be a bit sarcastic i'm gonna log off and play another server and it's like what what what, what is the point like i just i just don't I don't understand it. There's a lot of things that I try and understand when it comes to a Daisy player, because Daisy you can play it in so many different ways. But the nighttime and the rain, I just I can't fathom. I can't. I just can't. Well, the um, probably the best comment in this whole discussion in the Discord was from Melbourne. Um, I agree that there should be more reward and soft skills, but it comes down to skill. Rarely have I not been able to find NVGs on official. Um, and if you give your character the necessary nutrients, you virtually cannot get sick. I can count on my hand how many times I've logged because of the conditions. What would be helpful is if the community shared more helpful information like this. And he links to Wobo's video. And he's bang a hundred and fucking ten percent on the money. People need to learn to play Daisy. I'm sorry that you, you were avoiding uh, being offensive. I'm going to be offensive. Get fucking good. <laughs> get good. I die to players. I rarely die to the elements. Um, usually mm -hmm. if I die to the elements, it's because I made a stupid mistake. Um, I rushed it or something like that. No. That was that. That's on me. That's not on the game. If if you don't like that, go find a baby server that makes it fucking easy, where you can, yeah, you know, you spawn with a fucking bag of rice and fucking a full water bottle or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, a, a little bit of research. Yeah, you've got these videos. Archie Stormcloud did a whole pile of videos on how to how to survive cholera. Um, yeah, even those diseases that for ninety nine percent of the player base are fatal, you can survive them. You can beat mm -hmm. them. Um, and yeah, I think it'd be great is if you beat cholera, you get uh, a better immunity to it. Um, that'd be a really interesting little soft skill. Again, you know, it'd make you value your character more. I just, yes. yeah, well, maybe I'm being too harsh. What do you reckon, Marks? I think people just need to build a bridge and get over it and just, that's why we have so many different servers. You know, you don't want like yes. the rain, don't like the night. There's a server there for you. If you like the rain, they like the night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. You, there you are you. right there. Yeah. You know, I think at the end of the day, people will play the game the way they want it. Maybe it's not the way we all agree. Mm -hmm. But that's the reason we have different servers, and I think just leave people do what they want. And... I mean, yeah at, yeah, at the end of the day, like, no matter how much, you know, Boydie and I complain about players not wanting to play at night, at the end of the day, you are right. Daisy's, it's one of those few unique games where you can play any, any way you want, and if you only want to play at daytime servers, go for it. I mean, uh, you know, as you said, Spud, you only have night time for, what, 20 minutes, was it? Yeah. yeah. 20 minutes, and people still think that's too long. It's just like, oh, whatever. But, yeah, you, you are right. You are, At the end of the day, you are right. But um, I, 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 I still think people are missing out on nighttime gameplay. Really, at least, they need to give it a full, proper shot. 
before they can make a full judgment. But that's just me. That's just how I think. A lot more important things in the world to be worrying about than no, there if somebody is, needs to be no, no, running no. around in the nighttime and getting wet in the rain in a game that no, 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 no. It is a part of matter. life, Max. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Now we are on to now. This was fucking awesome. Um, let me uh, hang about. Oh, I'm, I'm boomering things. Give me a second, guys. <laughs> he, was, he was technical for that one point, and that's gone. It's, it's fucked for the rest of it. Let me just share my screen again. Spud made a comment. <laughs> Um, when I sent him um, this video because Spud and I, we chat a lot. Like I said, Spud's like a mentor to me. I wouldn't be half the person I am um, without him. He, he, one of the things I like about Spud is he gives me cold, hard truths. He's like uh, me in this respect. He doesn't care if it offends you. He'll just tell you what you need to hear. And he's changed my outlook on things. So, yeah, I've, I, I respect that about him. And I share, we chat quite often. I don't think there's barely a week goes past where we're not talking about something uh, via DMs, is there, Spud? And no, no. No. And I, I sent him a link to Dancer Jesus's um, uh, video. And he, he made the comment. I'll actually, I'll let it play and then I'll say what the uh, comment was. For those who haven't seen this, this is amazing. Sounds coming through, buddy. No, you need to um, is, turn the sound on. If you right click on the video, <laughs> and you can turn your sound up. Like a sound by there. Love that sound of the metal. That just sounds so fucking good. Now, what was the comment you made to me, Spud, about what BI need to do? Uh, uh, just basically, the, there's some mods that come out like this, this that they just need to, to make you. it part of vanilla. There's just they, they just need to sort of like encourage modders by giving you a little bit of financial remuneration yep. and making it part of vanilla. Yep. Couldn't agree more. And I, I scratched my head... 
um, at some of the things. Yeah, even if they make it um, just a, a simple thing in the config files or whatever, you can click a tab and you could have better sounds on or off. Because I did see a comment that you know on um, a vanilla plus plus server, a deathmatch server, it would be insane. But at the same time, I think I would love it. It would just be, you know, almost PTSD-inducing with the, the sheer volume of ricochets going around you. And what do you, what do you think from a PvP perspective, Marks? Yeah, it'd be cool, because there's some instances, especially with suppressed weapons, you don't know where you're getting shot from for the life of you. <laughs> but with this, you'll be able to somehow maybe triangulate where you're getting shot from in the direction and stuff, so it could be cool. And the bottom line is, from first-hand experience, that's how it sounds. Yes. In IRL. Yes. And part of part of the training in the army is they actually put us down range and they shoot bullets at us so you know what it sounds like. And having been on active service and hearing shots, it's it's it gave me goosebumps listening to this footage. It it really did. Um <laughs> Like a couple of the, 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 the whiz sounds were, you know, like, oh, okay, that usually happens in a special circumstance. But um, DOJ's in chat. I've just said for him to jump in if he wants. But he said he means other than um, old sounds that I added, I just turned the volume up. I just think right now the sounds are not utilised correctly. DOJ, this is a masterpiece, mate. And like Spud said, BI need to reach out to you and say how many thousands um, so we can add this to the vanilla <laughs> version of the game, buddy. Uh, say again, sorry. But do BI need to reach out to you and say, what's the price tag for us to be able to add this to the vanilla version of the game? I mean, it's literally vanilla. That's that's the thing. Like, there's just like a few old uh, sounds that I brought back. Yep. And I, I just turned the volume <laughs> up of the, the snap sound. That's literally yeah. it. There's sorry. no magic or yeah, not, not how many thousands, how many, how many hookers and how much cocaine do you need for the, uh, for the oh, mod? There we go. <laughs> The official currency of the world. <laughs> so, yeah, because cause, um, cause DLJ, like, you, you showed me a little like a sneak preview of it some time ago with you in Dab testing it. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, and it's so nice that it's actually out of the public. And you probably saw us, but I was just smiling like a little fucking girl when, when the sound started coming up. And I'm still smiling because it's just so, it's, it's so cool. It's, it's so awesome. It's, it is, it really bloody is. And I have, I've yet to experience it firsthand in game because I just haven't had the time to. But just watching that video of the PvP uh, section was just oh, so good. You've done it. And I know it's just vanilla sounds, but it's so good. <laughs> it's it so good. Brilliant. Oh, what, what, what inspired you to do it, mate? Uh, well, playing 0.62 again, you know, that was one of the things like back then it was uh, louder. And just PvP, like in uh, the current versions, it's kind of bland, you know, it, it was missing mm-hmm. that brutality that used to be a uh, part of the game before mm. it adds so much it's just like you said spud it's realistic it it it's it's almost heart rate um oh i, I, I don't know how to word it it gets the heart it, it rate going doesn't it spud yeah certainly i mean 
Yeah, it, it's funny that it's the, it is the sounds with just the volume turned up, but it does make so much difference. And it should be because, guys, there's unless you've shot weapons um, in real life. Um, I'm not going to say having been in a combat zone, but unless you've fired weapons in real life, you don't know, without having hearing protection in, you don't know how numbing the explosion of just a round going off next to your face in the chamber of a weapon is. It is deafening. Your ears ring and you know the sound of um, bullets coming at you um, I still remember the first shots fired at us in Somalia, and we fucking hit the deck like motherfuckers, every single one of us. And you know what? The round wasn't even fired at us. All we heard was the thump. We didn't hear the crack, but we heard the thump of the uh, rounds being fired, and we all hit the deck. It was only our platoon sergeant who was still standing there going, you bunch of fucking idiots, it wasn't even fired at us. There was no crack. And the crack thump is, um, yeah, you hear the, the crack of the round as it goes past you, then you hear the thump of the round being fired, but we all just absolutely shit ourselves. And, yeah, we learned quickly, uh, but, yeah, it was – it's it's definitely a um, – uh, an experience at a game like DayZ that's meant to be so hardcore and realistic. This, uh, how many um, subscribers have you got? Uh, do you know how many servers are running it now, DOJ? I don't know how many servers are running. Like I know, uh, the one is running it on uh, a PvP deathmatch. Yep. Um, there's Talker Z, Kamakur servers. I know for a fact, but uh, right now Maybe it's uh, next to care. I just um, messaged Designful from Rearmed about it as well. So. Nice. What about you, Spud? Are you going to put it on DDU? Yeah, I was looking at putting it on this weekend. Nice. It'll be your, put it on and don't tell them. Just put it on and don't tell anyone. Obviously, some of them <laughs> will pick up on it when they uh, realize they've got to add this mod, and they'll be like, oh, what's this mod? And they won't know what's happening until the rounds get fired. It'll be golden to see the reactions of people when they have this higher volume sound and all these ricochets and pings, and, yeah, it'll be fucking awesome. I'm glad yeah. people like it, honestly. It's, it's, a, it's good a good mod, it's, mate. It's a solid mod. It's such it's a small such detail, a but yeah, it makes a difference. Like, uh, mm -hmm. it's insane. It really is. It's just, it's so good. Like, the, the, I'm surprised no one's ever thought about it. But to be fair, I've always thought of you right now as the guy that's bringing point sixteen back to modern days. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, he's oh, the guy he, who always has a passion for six two. Mm, he is the six two guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just found like uh, recently uh, the link of Daisy TV, you know, that had like the mm -hmm. old uh, 6 2 map. Yeah, it was kind of nostalgic to go back on this one. Oh, bless. I, I know for a fact you'll honestly, mate, I wouldn't be surprised if you leave modding once you figure out volumetric cloud. So that'll be it. That's your career. Oh, done. man. <laughs> hey, Marx, could you just do me a favor? Could you share your YouTube channel in um, the YouTube chat as well, mate? Yeah, I will give me two seconds. Awesome. But no, it, it, it's one of those, um, you know, it probably, um, I don't, I, I'll probably say a top 10. If you could only pick 10 mods to add to a, um, uh, to make a Daisy server better, I would say this one would have to go in there now because it just adds so much volume um, to the, the combat. It just, it's a great mod, mate. Well done. Well fucking done. Thank you. Thank you um, so much. Speaking of interesting mods. Ah, uh, yes. 
This blew me away. Very cool. Did they fix the render widget or what? How is this it's, even possible? They literally, from what I've seen, um, every single frame is a rendered PAA. Um, and they're using some kind of script to match up the audio. The audio is a separate thing and just sync them up. Um, but the main code is behind an obfuscated PBO, so which is understandable. That's cool. This, to me, now apparently it is locked to a um, a server pack, so for the German <laughs> Daisy community. But this, to me, for servers like Daisy Underground, those you know, and Daisy Down Under, these faction-based role-play encouraged interaction encouraged servers. This to me was just a wow. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, the 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 stuff that could be done with like Day, Daisy Underground, for example, has hey, these me, has these tapes that you can find from the various factions, and you can listen to them on a um, radio while you walk around. Imagine being able to leave recorded videotapes for other factions. Um, yeah, we've got one of your members. We're holding him hostage and. Um, quickly uh, put it to a file and then send someone over with a uh, a video message for them and yeah, just the, the the possibilities were endless for us. Spud, you weren't a big fan of it though. No, no, I wasn't. It's not that I wasn't a big fan. It's um, it's pretty amazing. But um, yeah, I could just think of some of the some of the ways it would go. But also, it's um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting when you talk about the. You know, each each frame being a PAA. I mean, hmm. Jesus, I'd, I'd be curious what this would do with server performance. Well, the 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 PAAs, from what I saw, they were very low resolution compared to say okay. like what PAAs would be like some one twenty four, five twelve. These are smaller than that. Um, but okay, but so it's, it's, for the idiots like myself, what's a PAA? I've never heard of a PAA it's, before. It's, a PAA file is essentially like the um, the texture of an object, for example, or at least a part of a texture, like uh, stuff that governs like your, your SMDI, which is like what your lighting is, basically, like your, your glossy and your roughness. That's a PAA. Same with how an object can have certain bump techniques to it. Like if you look on the ACOG optic and you look underneath it, you'll see that it's got the, like, the, the pins, for lack of a better word. But if you look at it at any other angle, you'll realize it's not actually there. It's just a flat flat textures that's what it is anyway <clears throat> every single frame that literally made tips. no sense to me by the way i'm yeah still i know my i'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's so <laughs> basically I'm think of a png yeah you the best for visual representation but just a think picture. of like an, a picture yes it's just essentially another format for a picture that daisy uses for their textures and whatnot so it's not going to be 
something as easy as just uh, dragging a video onto a file and no, no it's it's a very complex no. I mean, process. I mean, you you have programs that can split a video in like single images. Mm -hmm. So it, it, in this case, what you can do in the workbench and in the editor is what the uh, fuck basically is that? import so is, all the images. Yeah, this is the... So basically, you take like the AK-74U and the texture, you put it on a paper, like a flat paper, and this is what you get, basically. This is uh, yeah. the texture of the... And, but I can imagine in this case they use just the infusion image format. What is EDDS? Uh, no, from, from I mean, the might have in the main PBO, but because that's the one you can't get access to. But in the other PBOs in that mode, different tips. It's just a config, the audio file, and um, a bunch of PAs from what I saw. Um, Right. Okay. But I I would assume, obviously, the main part of it is in that main PBO. So, but yeah, um, what I wanted to say because Bauer said something about server performance, I can't imagine that this takes any performances on servers at all because it's all on client side. Uh, yeah. Be. In this case, like the light, the images, everything. So what, when you say client side, so what's that going to do to people playing on the, uh, that server with a low end PC? Are they going to struggle with watching something like that? Hmm. I, I mean, would say so. I mean, I if so, it's yeah. client side, then yeah, obviously it it would dictate. You got a it would affect your your game it. performance, indeed. Sure, but yeah. I mean, Not I don't think it's 4K resolution. That must be like no, 128. It's, 128 it's, yeah, it's some silly resolution like that. But yeah. even so, you know, the continuous changing of that would still, I would, I would assume it would mess things up. But, you know, if you know, if you guys, you know, can educate me on that, if I am wrong, that would be great. Well, I still think it's an amazing mod. And it's great to see something like that being developed for AZ. Um, they did an amazing job of it. Um, yeah, it just it like just listening to um, Steve and um, Liquid's um, responses. They were watching it. I guess that was the first time you guys have seen that. Yeah, yeah, for me actually. Yeah, and it was just great to see you both kind of like, what the how the hell have they got that working? So yeah, it's, <laughs> for, for guys as smart as you being impressed by something like that, then for someone as dumb as I am when it comes to the tech stuff, um, yeah, I I know that that's something quite monumental that they've made right there. And it would be lovely. I know um, uh, in the um, – if I go back to it, um, I'm boomerang again right now, folks. Sorry. Um, there were people in the comments for this um, – Please contact, like Grandpa, who we've had on before, please contact me regarding the possibility of purchasing this mod. So there were other people just as excited about it as um, I was, and we all know how excited I get about things, and uh, Mark seems completely <laughs> unimpressed, as always. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like, yeah. Sorry. Right. 
<laughs> Can we hurry up? I, I, I'm tired. I need to get to bed now. <laughs> it's all right. It's decent. It's not really your thing, I know, but for someone like me, that was just, fuck yeah, I could just imagine, you know, leaving fucking ransom notes and threats for players and stuff like that. It's just, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought I thought it was awesome like that. Um, It'd be great for events. Sadly, we had um, a bit of a douchebag move in the um, Daisy community again. We've covered a similar topic before with the uh, day one copy servers. Zero Daisy happy bombs um, servers. Quick heads up, people. Someone has created a Zero Takistan server that is nothing to do with us. Same server, name as ours, with a few subtle different changes that you wouldn't notice at first glance. Make sure you favourite our servers and don't get tricked into joining the fake one. What a fucking Again. dick move. <laughs> yeah, indeed. I guess. <laughs> it's like joining... I don't know different servers uh, and hitting your server address in the in the I don't know chat just to attract people to your server. It kind of sad move. Very. Yeah, it's it's. I, well, I mean, what, what what do people get about it? Like, I just because I, I know there was the whole situation with the day one servers, which eventually got rectified. But you know, whatever. But it was it's. There's literally absolutely no point making a blood make an original idea. What Stop annoys me the most about this though, Spud, is Happy Bombs is one of the nicest guys in the Daisy community. I don't think there's a single person who can say a bad word about him. And for someone to go and treat him with this level of disrespect, that I personally take umbrage at Spud. Yeah, look, I mean, it's like a, a number of things we said, and it's, it's kind of like the discussion around nighttime, around alts, and all that. If people have the ability to do it, they will. Yeah. Um, we, we've had we've had these copycat servers for for DDU previously. I just choose to ignore them, and they eventually go away, um, as long as the community um, don't support them as well. But it yeah. is just a dick move. It it really is. It's it's like. There's just absolutely no need for it. Stop piggybacking off the ideas of others and try and make something original. Try and do something unique for once. Like, like Spud said, oh, sorry, Dumpgrass said in chat, make your own name. Make your own name. Yeah, this, it's, it's not easy. Not that hard. But nothing in life um, that's worth it ever comes easy. You know, it, it, it takes hard work and effort to get your server. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, unless you're a big name person who's got an audience, but even then, that person had to get to that point of being a big name. They had to work hard to build themselves. To you know, look at Lax Hawthorne. It took him years <laughs> to get to the point he's at now, and now that he's at that point, he's creating his own service, and he's got a great team of people behind him, and he's making some good quality servers that are a bit different to everything else out there. You know, hardcore, but still um, shits and giggles and all the rest of it. A more um, <laughs> you know, lackadaisical approach. See what I did there, Lax Hawthorne, lackadaisical. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> don't Dude, just yeah. Don't don't be a douchebag, folks. Don't be a douchebag. Um, we're on to the uh, spotlights now, folks. And this mod caught my eye. This is one that um, I think servers like you, Spud, uh, and that can really um, when you get a naughty boy or girl, rather than just banning <laughs> them from the server, you can lock them in a prison cell. 
Instead of having to ban, prisoners will lose their gear and respawn in the cell. Prisoner will not be able to open doors. When the prisoners die, they respawn in their cell again. Prisoner uh, can escape from prison. I, I think they meant to say can't escape from prison. Uh, but, yeah, it just it looked fucking good to me. What do you reckon, Spud? Oh, I love it. I mean, I've, I've talked about this for a long time. It's funny because um, Zyson messaged me just before saying it seems sometimes we where I come up with an idea or a thought, the next minute somebody's actually made it without me even talking to them about it. <laughs> this is a classic one where um, this this whole concept of a prison is a fantastic one. When we released um, our Livonia Hive a couple of weeks ago, we actually had a prison um, uh, in, in Livonia. So if you direct connected to the Livonia server, right, um, we, we haven't got it so that you can, you'll get redirected to the Shannara server, that you'd actually spawn inside the prison and we've put in their um, spawns and so forth for um, food so people could actually live inside that prison and there's a map and Zyson's put a map board in there so you can click on that and it takes you to the Chinaris coast but that's and we also had the intent there of actually having exactly what this prison does so if, if there's people who um, you know minor breaches of the rules they'll get chucked in there we had to remove it in the end because um, our construction wasn't that flash we went up to answer Jesus' standards and it was easy to uh, escape it so uh, yeah. but it's a fantastic idea and the way it's been implemented here, it sounds really cool too. Yeah. So I've linked it in both the YouTube chat and the uh, Twitch chat for anyone. If you want to share it with um, any of the servers that you're a part of, I, I think it's great. It's a fun way of letting someone know they're in the dog box without having to resort to a ban or something like that um, and keeps them in there until they um, learn um, that they're a very naughty boy and or girl. Um, thousand uh, <laughs> lashes over the dick with wet boot lace and um, then they can get back into it. Yeah, that's, I mean, it sounds like it's just punishment, to be fair. I, th I think it's awesome. I think it's absolutely awesome. Yeah, it's a good one. Speaking of awesome, Erno. Erno's got um, a new series that he's doing. Welcome to. Um, basically, how to get better at Daisy. Um, I thought it was a fucking good, solid video. The only thing. It's good. Did, you watched it as well, did you, Steve? Not yet, but I have seen it and saw that he had plans to do oh, a serious. I've got to let the video start. There's a funny joke. Now, before we get into it, let me call my good friend Josh, if he's got any tips. JLK, folks. Yo, Josh, buddy, I'm, I'm making a video about how to get better at DayZ. Uh, I was wondering if you have any tips. Oh, I got loads of tips, man. My favorite of all, admin tips. Wait, did you just say admin tips? <laughs> <laughs> I reached out to JLK via DMs on Twitter, and I said, mate, well done. Well fucking done. Great little cameo. Great little troll. Um, embrace it. Embrace it. He's moved well past that, but what a fucking golden little moment. Yeah, that to me is up there with one of the funniest things in DayZ. I literally <laughs> laughed out loud watching this video this morning when I was watching it. Kudos to him. Kudos to him. What do you think, Spud? Um... That's oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's a good, it's a good laugh. Just a simple good yeah. laugh. But jokes aside, the video has, and he's apparently going to make this into a series. The video has some really um, good advice 
for people not just new to the game. I did. Yeah, I was. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Probably the only issue I had with the um, video was um, he said about make a plan and stick to it. Um, and it's, again, Spud, but with your experience as well, mate. Um, uh, make a plan, stick to the plan. There it is. There. Um, the best laid plans um, go to shit once the first shots are fired. Um, make a plan. Definitely have a plan, but you've got to be able to adapt on the fly. Other than that, solid fucking video. Did you have you watched it yet, Spud? No, no, I haven't. I haven't seen it. Uh, apart from what you show me. Yes. Yeah, that that was about the only um, issue I had with it. But that probably, um, I was chatting with Zombie Lee um, about it, and he said that probably comes uh, from my, me thinking that that's probably not the greatest bit of advice, comes from um, uh, being a more experienced player. Not so much an experienced PvPer, but you know, for those who've watched me, my tactics are sound. It's just my mechanical skills that let me down. Um, I've got the reflex of the rusty steel trap. Uh, but... <clears throat> The, for this one, it's it's great advice actually for new players. Make a plan rather than just running in there with no plan at all. Uh, a plan is better than no plan at all. So I will agree a hundred and ten percent with that. You're nodding your head, marks. Yeah. yeah, I always make a plan. Have when you watched this video? I, I only watched the start of it. Yep, didn't get to watch it all. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Because he said he you know, basically he visualizes things like if he's got someone peeking a corner. He visualizes where they're at, and then when he leans back around, he's got this awesome little. Um, I'll, I'll actually turn the sound back on and let this part play. Um, not everyone can do this. Um, Offline mission file. This is private. I don't know if I'll ever release this to the public, but sometimes I play this when I'm bored, but also when I don't know. I feel like I haven't played DayZ for a few weeks, and I want to get back into it. I play this for like an hour, an hour or two, and I'll be, I'll be. I'll be good to go. So in short, practice. Practice builds your confidence as well. All the stuff you do in deathmatch servers, the stuff I'm doing here, it's all practice. Even if you go into a normal server and you try and headshot every single zombie you see, that's also practice. And I just want to make it clear, there is a difference between confidence and being cocky. You want to be confident. You don't want to be cocky. Great advice. It's, it's, it's just good, solid advice. What a, what a cool little mod, though, that he's got, though, to just do a bit of a warm-up before you jump into a PvP sort of server there, Marks. Yeah, it's cool. I like the idea of it. It's like a CSGO aim training before you go into a game. Mm -hmm. it's, it reminds me of that. What do you reckon, DOJ? He needs to release that as a um, standalone file that people can download to their own computers? Why not, honestly? I mean, this is like Deathmatch servers, but uh, I guess it's a cool little, you know... Uh, Just to get the reflexes up, uh, going. Deathmatch should be good yeah. for training your skill, your tactics and that, but once you've got that you know, mechanical skill um, that I lack... Um, that would be a great way just to fire up um, for half an hour before you... Yeah, you know, I, I watch PUBG players quite a bit, and a lot of them will go into training mode before they go and do live games, just to get their eye in, to get their hand in, and things like that, DOJ. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Yeah. Cool little um, video and a very cool little um, script that he's got running for his computer there. Uh, not a script. That sounds like, makes it sound like he's hacking. Um, <laughs> what, what did he call again? What is it? Uh... Um, yeah, no, whatever that was. 
little mod really uh yeah that he's like a little map he's got going i mean that'll be that just that alone will be really cool for um for people who want to test out certain weapon mods um like you know if you want to test out certain guns of s gunplay for example that'd be mm-hmm. a really good way to do it mm-hmm. yeah <coughs> um our community spotlight is on the one that only of course it has to be daisy down under um like mm-hmm. i said at the start of the show um, I'm just sharing their Discord uh, link in chat. Uh, by the way, Spud, Moonshine says hello. Um, he was in watching on the YouTube feed. Uh, hey, you Moonshine. Hope you're doing well, mate. Uh, but Daisy Down Under, guys and girls, is a fucking awesome community, and I cannot go um, uh, or cannot uh, leave it without being said just how fun the community is now. Like... What we talked about earlier with the removing basically a general chat, um, if you want a, I won't say 100% toxic-free, but if you want a 99% toxic-free server to play in in the Australian-New Zealand region, even if you're, you know, there's people who play it like Moonshine. He's from America. And he still plays um, Daisy Down Under. Other than, you know, maybe a little bit of in-game banter, um, but they don't have one of those communal traders where all the dickheads go and fucking say the most offensive things they can um, in the safe zone just to piss everyone off. Um, the trader is a not safe zone, so every time you go there, you're risking someone camping you or something like that. Um, but if you want a really good non-toxic experience, I cannot recommend um, Daisy Down Under enough, folks. It is a fucking good server with a solid bunch of admins behind it recently merged with this team from um stranded um so it's not going anywhere in a hurry you're not closing up shop are you spud not going anywhere mate. thanks for that no I, I highest praise for uh what you've managed to achieve with your community mate you know despite the best um uh, actions of people like myself uh, um and fedex i remember fedex back in the day with his um um lady uh what was it uh the uh, the Chinese national anthem or the Russian national anthem, playing it outside Camp Hope and things like that. <laughs> You've managed to uh, keep the community uh, united and strong, mate. Yeah, thanks for that. It's um, yeah, it's been uh, quite a few years, and we've got a few years left in us, I think. Definitely, definitely. I, I personally think you'll probably start expanding to other games as well, mate, because you're building a solid core community of like-minded people um, who just enjoy playing video games. Who knows what the future holds? Oh, that sounds a bit uh, like you're already thinking of stuff. So watch this space, folks. Watch (laughs) this space. Um, Back to Discord. Boom a moment. BI released um, their uh, recap. July was marked by soaring temperatures, jaw-dropping thunderstorms, and all kinds of things going on at Bohemia Interactive. Um, they did some stuff, apparently, on Czech national TV to peek behind our studio's curtains, which was good. Um, but we all really want to know about DayZ. What is going on with DayZ? What did they have to say? We kicked off a busy month by celebrating the 4th of July with our American brothers and sisters. Then we really started cooking with gas when we released Update 1.13 on July 13th. Check out the teaser and dive into this blog post. And if you really want to know your stuff, you can peruse the change log for PC and consoles. We also supported Hotfix 1 that dealt with the surround audio issue on Xbox and Hotfix 2, which balanced the infected attack range. 
We announced our DAISY competition winners on July 17th, then watched with all the following day as our Spanish-speaking fans created the Spanish Community Takeover. The event involved one server, two weeks, 70 streamers, and four exclusive spots on a helicopter that would fly them somewhere safe. We live for stuff like this, which is why we supported the fantastic idea with social shares and stream engagements, along with keys and promo codes for, uh, for our merch store. Rounding things up, we celebrated Nitrado's 20th anniversary, released Daisy's wallpaper for August, published our monthly community spotlight, and are currently putting together an interview with our junior community manager, Lynn, for an upcoming edition of Meet the Bohemians. Top tweet in July, day one out of 14 days done. My Spanish is improving. I'm not even going to try and say that. Creole empty, <laughs> uh, whatever. Please confirm if it's an appropriate way of saying I believe in you. Big love. Um, so, Yeah. Um, it was good to the, to see them support because um, with the keys and stuff like that. Um, I really didn't know um, uh, that they'd done that, so that was good to hear. Would like to see more of that, that wouldn't really we, Marks? Really nice. Yeah, for sure. We sure would. So, note to uh, devs, Marks would like some keys and shirts to give away. Ooh, They've nice. already given me quite a few, so. <laughs> Marks would <laughs> like some more. <laughs> and they've always been good with us as well um, with uh, giving um, some codes whenever you know, look fellas reach out to them and ask one thing I will say and this comes from a few of my mates and I don't know whether you get this same um, for, from other content creators Mark but you'll have people um, turn around and say yeah I messaged AZ and they haven't gotten back to me about some codes or keys or something like that the DayZ Twitter account probably gets hundreds, if not thousands, of DMs a day. <clears throat> Give them time. Give them time and reach out again. You know, be, again, like we were talking about with uh, the expansion Discord, be respectful, be polite. But if you're sitting there on your stream going, fuck DayZ, I asked them for codes and they didn't give me none, well, you're probably not going to get any and you probably don't deserve any. Just be aware, yes, someone who's got, you know, fucking 20,000, 200,000, 500,000 subs on YouTube is probably um, got special access direct to individual people. But if you're just a smaller creator, be patient. They do support us. You know, we're critical of uh, Bohemia at times, but at the same time, People need to have some understanding. They they do do a lot. You know, look at what they did for uh, Doc Satan, um, Spud. Mm-hmm. He's got a permanent. Oh yeah, that, that was amazing. And that yeah, was that was incredible. Yeah, just and the, uh, they they've done that uh, probably half a dozen times so far that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, put memorials in the game for you know not not even really famous people, um, just people who were. Um, important to you know, a, a certain community, and they've gone and put a, a memorial in the game. Not a lot of games. Could you imagine asking fucking EA to put that into the next Call of Duty or something like that? That well, they definitely wouldn't because that's not the game they. Yeah, that'd be uh, very tricky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is it Activision or whoever? I don't play. It's it. Activision, yes. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, but yeah, you are you. right. Yeah. But they would. I mean, they they do do special uh, things depending on how the media uh, handles it and is treated. But when it comes to DZ, and as as we said with what um, community and me- member play of memorials, it's 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 really really cool, and it's it's it's. 
it makes you a bit more. Uh, well, just, just to sound a little bit sad, it makes you a little bit emotional. It's like we, we, like we as a community, we give the Daisy devs, we give Bohemia a lot of flack, but we do our labor of love, most of us. And when a notable member of a community it passes away, that they, they are like remembered eternally yeah. through that, and it's it's. It's so nice. It, it really, really is nice. But Spud, do you know what did um, uh, Doc Satan's family think of the fact that he's got a memorial in a game now? Um, they're pretty blown away. I mean, as you'd expect. I mean, yeah, it, it is probably a different side of his um, his life that they weren't fully aware of. But when they kind of even saw, because they, um, you know, his brother and um, sister, they they joined our Discord. They yeah. saw the the level of emotion and and what he actually meant to the community. Um, and then when I talked to them about, you know, the size of the Daisy um, community globally, they were just blown away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this guy's got a permanent memorial that 99.9% of people won't know what that little uh, cross with the UN helmet uh, means at the back of the Northeast airfield. But, yeah, as soon as um, Exper- Experimental went live, it was the first place I ran to was just to go there and just have a look at it. Now, Spud actually created a custom one for the DDU servers, mm-hmm. but now there's one permanently that people across the world are going to come across, this cross with a little UN helmet sitting on top of it. Um, and like someone said, um, Doc would probably think it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> yep, he, he would have loved if they could have actually taken the helmet, though. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys and girls, thank you so, so much once again for watching the Daisy Podcast, Episode 71. Um, huge shout-out to our supporters over at patreon.com forward slash 878SurvivorFM. Um, sign up, and as you stay a member, um, you'll actually get some cool merch depending on which tier you pick. I also want to do a shout-out to our new sponsor, Ping Perfect. Um I've got a um, link now where if you purchase a channel, they do do dedicated servers as well. You just need to create an account, send them a ticket with what you want, um, and they will create a dedicated server. They just ask for some information on what you would like um, in the specs and the rough budget you're working with and a bit of to and fro with them, uh, and they can get back to you. Um, So definitely check them out, folks. Um, By doing so, you'll be supporting the uh, Daisy podcast. Um, a special shout out to our guest tonight, Spud. Thank you so so much for coming on, mate. Um, I've wanted to have you on for quite some time, and it's glad to have finally gotten you on for an episode. Oh, thanks for the opportunity. It's been fantastic. And look, I just like a, a really big shout out to um, all the modders out there for what they're doing for yes. the community, particularly the community owners. I mean, it's it's absolutely fantastic, and do appreciate the time and the uh, energy they invest in it. So that's your spotlight for the uh, month. What about you, Steve? My spotlight for the month. Hmm. Good question. I I am. Um, I mean, no. Uh, I want to shout out a, com- a content creator that people probably know. That is sour sweet. That I yep. have enjoyed the last uh, week pretty uh, much because he yeah played on Pakistan and. We had a topic before. You can actually see in his streams very good examples why this map has mm. very good potential for a new kind of yeah 
wide range play style of Daisy. Um, but I still agree with the facts that there need to be more point of interest. But yeah, just take a look at the uh, streams he had yeah, recently. He's, <coughs> he's killing it on Twitch. Channel. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's live now. He's 1,400 people watching him on Twitch. He's he hasn't even been doing it a year. Like he's just he's, yeah, he's killing it on Twitch. Fair play. He, he really is. He really is. I keep getting his uh, bloody shorts yes. uh, recommended to us now on the mm. account. It's just like oh, I wonder where the hell these came from. <laughs> he's he's doing a really good job though. Proud of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you, uh, Liquid? Anything you want to shout out, mate? First, thanks for having me, and I will just do a general shout out to everyone, to all modders, and to our whole community. Modders are I the think, backbone of this uh, game, yeah, not content creators, yeah, modders. Absolutely. Mark, yourself? Honestly, this week I don't have anything. Um, I got, I'll go to give it to Expansion because it looks like they're doing more work behind the scenes again. And, um, Thank you. Yeah, looking forward yeah. to what you do in the future. Lad, what about you, buddy? Um, well, I've been really, really busy with work and other stuff in my private life, but I want to give a couple of shout outs if that's all right. Um, yeah, I want to give out, I want to give one, uh, a shout out to Gecklefish because he's been content. He's, his content has been absolutely smashing it. Uh, he's made some really, really cool stuff, you know, to, uh, you know, also next to K, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Um, but I also want to give a shout out to Nitno, who's in the chat chat hello uh he's been making some um like loot run videos for x decay and i personally really enjoy them it keeps us um just how do i word it even though we are in alpha state uh he, he's given us some kind of like pointers to look into it inadvertently with his loot runs and whatnot um and it's a really really cool way to um to see how far we've come along as the more videos he makes uh, come up with each and every single um, update we do. So definitely subscribe to both of them if you haven't already. Really, really cool, guys. Oh, can someone ban him? I got those, yeah, got those horrible fucking want to become famous bloody things <laughs> popping up in yeah. chat. But the, the worst part is it was three of them back to back. Yeah, it's I, just what's... I yes. thought you were being bothered for a second, don't I? Yeah. Had the uh, same bot in my stream today. Oh, <laughs> fucking annoying. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Oh, what a bleh, bad taste in my mouth at the end of what was a fucking good episode of the podcast. Yet again, one of my favorite <laughs> podcasts of all time. It sounds like every week it's my favorite podcast of all time. Although still my favorite, it's a toss up between um, when we've had Soma on and Matt Lightfoot. I think Matt Lightfoot takes the cake though. He was just, yeah. Amazing. The Lord. <laughs> just, I like what just, Jose just said in chat yes, then. No cocaine. Guys, thank you all so, so much. Uh, my shout out is just to our generous supporters over at patreon.com. Um, you guys go a long way towards keeping this show going. Um, and I can't thank you all enough. Um, next week, it was funny, um, your uh, individual shout out there, um, Lad, but next week we have Jad and Gecko Fish actually coming on the oh, podcast shit. as guests. 
So very Jeez. excited for this one. We've rescheduled this one because of that silly football soccer game they wanted to watch, um, but we finally got them coming back. So Jad and Gecko Fish are going to be on the podcast next week, um, and I believe they've got a bit of an announcement to make as well. So, yeah, I'm quite excited for that one. Um, Jad I'm a huge fan of. His After Dark service um, was one of my favourite Daisy experiences um, of all time. It was an amazing hardcore server. So, yeah, um, looking forward to having them on, guys and girls. Spud, Steve, DOJ. No, actually, DOJ, you haven't had a shout-out. What would you like to shout-out, mate? Uh, well, expansion, I guess. But yeah. uh, more like, I'd say the one, because he's been mm. through some uh, oh, yeah. difficult... Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, oh, yeah, big, that's big right. Problem. Fuck, so shout out to him and he helped me a lot with uh, a lot of stuff. Was that a personal <laughs> problem or a technical problem? Uh, technical. I okay. Guess. Yep. I got a lot of time for the one. In fact, I'm going to do a quick just uh, shout out right now. I want to shout out the behind the scenes people who are on the podcast. Doj, you're one of them. Don Sibley's another one. Uh, Jacob Mango's another one. Um, <clears throat> Foxtrot, uh, sorry, Foxtrot, Foxypote, um, who's been here since the beginning. Um, oh yeah, you guys really help keep the show going, um, whether it be from tips, um, you know, on, on leads, on stories and all the rest of it. Um, yes, you get to see the faces. You know, it's been Brim, we, uh, Valis Mike, myself, Lad, Marks. Um, but there's always a, a bunch of people behind the team, behind the scenes who are, you know, doing stuff, whether it be in DMs to me or in the admin chat. I can't thank you guys and girls enough for, you know, keeping someone as stupid as me um, going with enough information to keep doing this show week to week, which is a conversation we've got to have because, um, um, you yeah, Marx and I and uh, Lad have been talking about um, whether we're pushing the envelope a bit uh, too much with doing it weekly. Um, you know, whether we would be better to scale it back to fortnightly or, you know, monthly or, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys, the girls, the community, what your thoughts are. Um, I'm I'm easy either way. I enjoy doing it weekly, but I understand just purely from uh, a content point of view, it might be better if we scaled it back. You know, Marks, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I don't know yet. Um, I don't want to confirm or deny anything on stream right now because we don't know. So yeah, um, but it's, it's we'll something we're talking us. about. It's something we're yeah. talking about, and we would like. The main reason I brought it up is we would like to hear from you, the viewers, whether you're watching this live or whether you watch it um, or listen to it on the podcast, on Spotify or SoundCloud or on YouTube. Um, we want to hear from you guys and girls as to your thoughts on that as well. So, yeah, all the best, everyone, and we will see you next week, same time, same channels, as always, for the Daisy Podcast with Jad and Gecko Fish. Lad, Marks, thank you once again, and our beautiful guest today. DOJ Spud, Steve Salutesh. I don't know why I called you Salkitesh um, in the tweet I put out earlier. Uh, fucking boomer moment. Um, and Liquid Rock, thank you so much for coming on, guys and girls. Thanks for having us. It's yeah. been an absolute Good. joy having you and talking about expansion, just getting to learn a little bit more. So, yeah. Awesome work. Keep it up. All the best and ciao for now. <laughs> Take care. Yes. Good yeah. Bye. Well, Good night. Yeah. And we are done.